Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the shadowy depths of Dungeons and Dragons. I am, as ever, your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined once again by Robbie Crackerjack Bellicon, Sam Snackerjack Burns, and Ellie Flapperjack Sparrow. <laughs> Sometimes I don't prepare these. <laughs> I want flapjacks now. Yeah, I want flapjacks. I think I win that one. You I'm might actually win that one. Yeah. Mm. Flapjacks are the best mm. thing. So, yes. uh, this week... You know, I can't actually think of anything to say, so we go straight off to the announcements. <laughs> yeah, why not? Let's yes, alright, so... Whatever not. Future, future us, what do you have to tell us from the future? Hello there. This week it's future Ellie with messages from the present. Ooh, different. Um, so we have a couple of announcements. The first one is that this week on Robbie Watch, Robbie will be in Wolverhampton. So if you want to see her being an owl, an awful auntie, please do go on down. And uh, the second announcement is that my theatre company, Break the Verse, have our new show on at the White Bear in about a month's time. Um, so it's called Schrodinger's Dog. And it's about a man who wants to kill himself and accidentally takes seven people hostage, all of whom have the potential to save or destroy him. It is, believe it or not, a comedy. Um, so if you would like to come down, um, it's on from the 23rd of October to the 3rd of November. And it's on every day at 7.30 and also 2.30 matinees on the Saturdays. So have a look on the White Bear Theatre website. It's in Kennington. It's going to be fun. There's a grown man in a Buzz Lightyear costume and all sorts of crazy stuff. Come and play. And now back to the episode. Okay, I'm not entirely sure I wanted to hear that. Mm. <laughs> it's, yeah. quite, it's quite creepy how you eyeball the microphone as though you're expecting future us to actually say something. <laughs> it's yep. quite I'll scary. Just sort of, I'll just ro one rotate day. my hands around it like a crystal ball. I really hope one day they don't. I'd be quite scared <laughs> if you... If that would be if terrifying. Announcement for future us. Hello. Oh, 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 God. <laughs> that would probably just... Um, break causality yeah <laughs> i yeah. mean this sounds like an excellent prank to pull but nevertheless it does yeah. listeners if um any of you are tech savvy <laughs> don't pull that <laughs> don't prank. please don't please we'd be really scared especially no, 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 if you no, did no. good enough voices for future us that they were convincing we'd be horrified yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay well uh in that case for want of anything else to say i guess it's time for flintlocks and fireballs our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs, our three adventurers, having made their way to the port of Crosswater in Brightfall, successfully completed an undertaking for the sculptor the local crime lord, owner of the sculpt of the sculpture garden. <clears throat> Sorry, the statue garden, I should say. They also made contact 
with the surprisingly welcoming tiefling family of the Grimanis and uh, learned a little about them. Also, potentially, uh, hearing of some work that they could do to help the family out and maybe make a little bit on the side as well. Following an encounter with a distinctive alchemist, <clears throat> the party, however, were shocked to find that Corson had been carrying a little something extra this whole time. And after the emergence of several shadows, the party were forced to attempt to hunt them down, catching only one in the progress. After alerting the Grimanis and the crew, or at least the leadership of the Charlie's Regret, they returned to the statue garden to report their success with the Chul to Veldrina. Uh, the sculptor's lieutenant. It seemed that she knew a little bit more about the shadows, and in particular the terrifying implications of their ability to replicate by slaying living creatures. The three of you, well two of you, awaken, one of you having stayed up for the last third of the watch. As the dim, rosy light of uh, dawn begins to filter through the curtains, you see that there are heavy clouds overhead, threatening the possibility of rain. Nevertheless, the dim light is filtering through the streets and is enough to wake you from your perturbed slumbers. It is the 27th of Falling Leaves. So, um, better do something about these shadows then, haven't we? Yeah. Yep. I quite liked your idea, Scamp, of, um, of the illusion. The more causing a bit of panic. The better. Yeah. We could do a few of them. We could go to all the public places around and do that a couple of times, potentially. I'm not sure how good my minor illusion is. It, it might not fool everyone. Mine's pretty good. I mean, Hopefully. it's about as good as yours, but with the whole crowd of people, I don't, I don't know. True. Um, you've got that terrifying thing, haven't you? Yeah, but only on two people at a time. I've got the horrible whispery one. Where I can make them hear scary things. That could add to it. Hmm. At least one. Maybe, I don't know, where's where's the most popular square? Actually, out of character, do you have the uh, map? <laughs> yes. Uh, you should still have your copy of the map. Actually, do I still have the map? I yes, do still have I'm sorry, I do still have the map. And for the rest of you, I will put the map back up in the chat, if you give me a moment. Yeah, again, as always, listeners, it will be... All happy and on social media and on the website and things, yes. so you can find it. So, moment. Mm. While well, that's uh, loading itself mm. up. There you go. Uh, so that will now go up as that one. And that should, in a few moments, become visible to the uh, uh, to the two of you. So, uh, I'm going to say... Make an insight check, 
just to see, you know, from the from the squares that you've been through, which seem to be the most easy. Everyone or just Celestia? Uh, just Celestia, I'm going to say, since okay. she was thinking um, about it. So that is an 18. Uh, to be honest, all of them are fair, all of the main squares of, uh, that you've seen have been fairly busy. Um, Castle Square Market was uh, was very busy with yeah, Castle Square Market was very busy with more high end sort of uh, wares. Saint Market was busy with a lot of um, sort of, uh, uh, of casual trade. Uh, in terms of places that are very nearby, uh, the Judgment Square Market again. Uh, is a very was a very thick, very busy one towards the evening, like as it got later in the day, mm-hmm. though not necessarily as filled uh, throughout. And of course, um, the Glazers Market in Steel Square, although they're not necessarily thick with crowds, they are they do a constant business from dawn to dusk, you know, serving up the various uh steelworks and um glassworks that the uh that the city produces okay i mean what do you do think um glazers glazers square uh not glazers square what's it called judgment square near the glazers ward even that Mm. one is the one that is nearest where all the shadows actually were last night so they might not be a bad one to panic um also i just had a thought um out of character for a second because i'm mixing up my stuff um dm yes was this the place with the little high-pitched, whiny newsboy who shouted news stories? <laughs> I'm going to say yes, it was. Yeah, I think it was. I yeah. seem to remember him. Yeah. He was like, we met him when we first came here. Yeah, um, I'm going to say that. Okay, bad guy, see. You suspect he probably does a circuit of a few different squares, but yeah. you're likely to find him there um, again. So, do you remember that little newsboy, the one with the bad projection? Yes. Yeah. Vaguely. Wait, we met him on like the first day. He was shouting some news about wars or something, you know, quite whiny, high pitched. What if we bribed him or someone like him to shout that uh, there was a shadow invasion or, you know, cause some panic? Because it just takes a rumour to be spread, doesn't it? That sounds pretty good. Yeah, like if we managed to get him involved. I mean, we've got a fair amount of money, haven't we? He's a little kid. Surely we could bribe him. I suppose the most important thing is making sure that people minimise the amount of time they're alone, because that's when they're most likely to be preyed on. Mm. So the more people that hear, the better. Yes. That's that's not a bad idea. And if, if there's like a group of them, if he knows more of people, we could give him enough money to bribe lots of news kids. Bribe all his little friends. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. Because the thing is, you know, people panic quite easily. If there's a big rumour going around and everyone's heard it, people are going to assume it's true. Which it is, so we're not really spreading false news. No, we're not. More's the pity. I but know. I think also we've got to be uh, thinking about where where would these things be uh, hiding during the day. Oh, of course, we've got to try and find them as well, yes. The sewers seem a really good option. Oh, the it's sewers are dark really down good. There. Unfortunately, I tend to agree with you. <sighs> well, the sewers were lovely last time. <laughs> well, you know, we're going to be uh, looking for about four things that are roughly my size and dimensions. I think we're looking for four things that are exactly your size and dimensions, darling. <laughs> then, 
we have an advantage because I know where I'd hide in this situation. Mm. Uh, that's uh, potentially a good thought. And at least this way we know when we've killed all the original ones. True. Yes. I was thinking about that. There'll be, yeah, there'll be four that are your size and there'll be one that was the size of that um, that homeless man. No, we got that one. Oh, no, we did you get that, that one. one. So I'm getting mixed up. Yes, of course, there's just still the four left, aren't there? Yeah. Yeah, so if we see any that are not my size, we know that, unfortunately, some poor devil's been got. Yes, and I suppose also we keep our ears out for any news of funny deaths. Yeah. Because there were four of them out there. There's One of them killed somebody already. They had all night. There's no reason somebody else isn't dead. Or several people. Well, we know, we know what to look for now. I think we can probably assume there's at least three more dead people. Yeah. And like you say, we do know what to look for. We know that they'll be cold. We know that they'll look scared. All that horrible stuff. So we have a few tasks. We have to bribe a newsboy. We have to cause some panic in a square. We have to find some shadows. And we have to see if we hear about any funny deaths while we're at it. We've got a busy day ahead of us. Right. I suppose we should get on with it then, shouldn't we? Yeah. If, if so who we... wants uh, to start shouting fire in a crowded theatre? I mean, I'm quite good at getting attention. Right, you are. Well, let's go and see if we can find this boy first off. And keep an eye out for any alcoves, towers, um, small shacks, outhouses, anything that would provide a a place to just hide and lay low for. Mm. And if you see two guards by themselves with no one else around, I can do the brain thing where they'll see it and that way they'll totally believe it but if there's more people around they won't believe it because they won't have seen it basically true (laughs) but I'd say Um, a big crowded space is probably the best place to start so let's find find a a newsboy and a a a newsboy and a crowded square yeah right let's go uh all right then. So, you uh, already paid for breakfast, so uh, assuming you eat before you go, there is a breakfast served downstairs. Of, I don't uh, need breakfast. <laughs> fair enough. I haven't got uh, time for breakfast. All right, uh, you, up to you. You can grab a is very quick one. portable breakfast out that, of character? Uh, if you're requesting a, requesting a portable breakfast, uh, Valdania, uh, you I see what I can do, and uh, yeah, comes, back, wood. comes back. Comes back three minutes. Uh, three minutes later, <laughs> with some small, <laughs> some, uh, some some very li- some very cheap old like what appears to be old newspaper wrapped uh, an old newspaper wrapped bag full of just small um, what are functionally like that very 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 cheap sort of wood, uh, like you know when you get those cups made of bamboo. Oh yeah. Yeah, just just full of toasted grains and uh, bacon and eggs. Right. <laughs> so and some spoons. Yeah. You can take them as you like go. Like cones of chips. Basically, cones <laughs> of chips, Aww. but with but with 
it was essentially like uh yeah like roasted oats but with no but with no you know liquid to them mm. just hot roasted oats uh, ba- uh bacon and egg um so as you head out already this early um there are people who have begun to shop around in the uh, Judgment Square market. It's not as thick as it will get towards the end of the day. Judgment Square tends to get filled. Then uh, that's when a lot of uh, different goods come in. Uh, and you'll get a lot of... A lot of bargains tend to be more available then from... Because uh, all of the stuff that the apprentice glass blowers have made uh, tends to get sold off then <laughs> at, uh, at cheap rates. So it's a, it's good, and um, you know the various other markets that's available, fruit and so on. There's uh, there is, however, the uh, small uh, child, uh, the halfling uh, teenager that you saw before. Uh, he is uh, with his stacks of uh, of newspapers and uh, is indeed. Uh, calling, you know, uh, uh, calling out, um, Cool Murders 23, three-day massacre in Scarrell's Cove! Can you cross water sentinel? Two coppers! Cool Murders 23, three-day massacre in Scarrell's Cove! Uh. Um, yeah, that's, that's the one. <laughs> three-day massacre? Yeah, that sounds terrible. What the fuck? Um, what happened there? I mean, let's maybe bribe him and then buy a newspaper. Okay, I'm going to saunter up to him. <laughs> Hello, miss. Hello. Do you um, have crosswater sentinel? Yes, I do. How much Your is murder it? Stra- oh, it's uh, two, two, two <laughs> copper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, thank you. I take the newspaper. That's the broadsheet. <laughs> Um, before you start well, a, again, oh, oh, um, okay. I, I have a request. So um, we've got a news story. It's very important. It could help a lot of people. How much would it cost us to get you to shout that around the town and potentially for a few of your friends to shout it around the town? We have a lot of money. He, he looks like he's about to object, doesn't he? How much money are we talking about? How um, much money do you want? And you can see there's this look of, of panic in his eyes. He's trying to think of a figure. I want... A gold crown! You can have oh. ten. Okay! What do you want? Twenty if you get your friends to do it as well. If you, he looks like this is the, the, ha- the luckiest day in his life. <laughs> <laughs> this might be really easy, guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, sure. Can I have the money now? You can um, have half of it now. You can have half of it now. And then if you meet us here this evening at, well, I don't know what, before it gets dark. Yeah, like sun, it, sun, it's currently about seven o'clock and uh, it will get dark, seven o'clock in the morning, it will get dark around six because we are now, because at this point we're about to head solidly into winter. Okay, so it gets dark at six. Yes. Shit, why are the nights long? That's so... Oh, that's so unhelpful. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> um, so if you meet us here at 5pm and we've heard that there's a bit of panic going on, you've, you know, we've heard people talking about it and we've heard that your friends have been saying saying the things and we'll give you the other ten, yeah? Am I going to get in trouble for this? No. It's true. It's a true story. That's what you do. You tell Don't true stories. Don't come alone, though. 
Yes, I'm, quite right. Don't come alone. I'm, I'm going to give you your choice, either Celestia or Corzin, to make a persuasion or an intimidation check. I'm really good at persuasion. <laughs> um, can I do it with advantage if Corzin is at intimidation, so yeah, go on. Uh, Corzin is helping, so I'll let you do this with advantage. Okay. Oh, thank God that was with advantage. Um, right, that is a 24. Okay, Corzin, I'm going to ask you to roll the insight check, please. Insight, okay. That is a... Oh, a 12. Okay, you get the feeling that with the kind of, whether intentional or not, good cop, bad cop you routine you just pulled, this kid was probably just going to take the money and not do anything. But he now he probably is actually going to hold up to his word. Mm. <laughs> okay, miss. So brilliant. And um, yeah, what do you want us? What do you want me to say? Oh god, what would what do you want him to say? Um... There has been a spate of. Oh, don't shout spate! No one's going to listen if you say there's been a spate of anything. Uh, give us a minute to work out the wording, okay? Don't go anywhere. Um, okay. I haven't given him the money yet, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the record. <laughs> um, so what? how should we word this, guys? Um, there's... People are being violent. I'm also violent. telling basically the truth yeah, at this I, point. Yeah, I do. I just Lying want... to people isn't going to do any Oh, well, don't uh, lie, but use words that's going to actually get their attention. Like terror um, and carnage and murder. Yeah. Spate. Spate is not an intimidating word. You're quite right, Scamp. You've got a flair for the dramatic. Right. Um, We need mass murder by shadows in the dead of night. Don't be alone after dark. Uh, Right. Well, moment. How does that sound? How do you? What do you both think? That sounds pretty good. Direct and to the point. Yeah, I think we should keep it short because then people will hear it. Uh, one man already dead. I'd like you to add to the end of that. Yeah. Shadow attacks after if, if that. I know there's only maybe more than one. Maybe okay. more. Ten men not... already dead. That sounds good. <laughs> so, okay, one moment. Uh, so, mass murder by shadows in dead of night. Ten dead. Don't travel alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, okay. that sounds very scary. Thank you. You will to out for the first ten uh, gold. Takes them immediately, stuffs them into his underwear. Cool murders 23 in three day massacre in Skulls Cove! Mass murder by shadows in dead of night! Ten dead, don't travel alone! Get your crosswater sound all! Don't forget to get your friends to join in! Oh well! Mass murder by shadows! <laughs> I'm just imagining he's walking down the street now going. As he goes. Yeah, you got the feeling that the moment the moment he he gets finds an opportunity, he, like he sells this stack, he's gonna go some find somewhere very safe to put the majority of this money. Yeah, um, I'd like to read about the three day massacre in Scarrell's Cove. Can we do that? Yeah. For like 30 um, so looking through, uh, it appears to be a somewhat sensationalist account of Stringer Smith. Oh shit! Uh, and everything that happened there. Uh, looking through it, you notice that there is um, uh, the three of you are not mentioned. Uh, instead, it talks about how a uh, uh, how a terrible ghoul washed up on shore, hid in the shadows, killed twenty three people, which 
actually sounds about right from what you remember of the corpses you saw um, until it was dispatched uh, by the vigilant uh, by the vigilant service of the uh, Scarrell's Cove watch the the members of the church and concerned citizens assisting the watch in their duties Hmm. that sounds alright causing your friends in the paper Not, I'm sure, uh, anything that would have bothered him in life, but at least there was a happy ending. Well, and him being dead, very happy indeed. Happy for us. Yes! <laughs> I do like being alive, it's one of my favourite things to do. Um, and happy for the rest of the people in Scarl's Cove, whether they realise it or not. Yes, very happy indeed. You are right, you are right. Right, should we go and cause some chaos? Or should we go to the sewers first? Maybe chaos first, then sewers? What do we think? Chaos first. Yeah. yeah, we've got to make sure as many people are safe from these things as we can make them. Mm. Okay, where do you want to head next? Or indeed, do you want to start spreading your chaos here? Is it busy enough? Mm, it's a little busy, but this place won't get properly busy until later in the day. We're in Judgment Square, right? Uh, yep, yeah. uh, number nine. Okay. Um, do the shadows make any noise? They are, as far as you can tell, completely silent. Oh, good. Actually, but the minor illusion could be fairly convincing then, actually. But if we combine two, we could have had sound and image. True, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we can still make them make a noise. People won't... We can make, yeah. Like a difference. <laughs> like <laughs> or something. Yeah. That sort of thing. That's a horrible no, then being that was totally scary. silent is something people need to, uh, to, to be aware of. True. Mm. Um. Anyway... <laughs> Yes. Right, so, so shall I just chuck a... I mean, it won't move. It'll be just a stationary image, but it's still... Can my uh, illusion you can, not You move? can make it move within the five-foot area. Can you? I thought it was a stationary image. Oh, let me check. Object. It doesn't seem to be stationary from what I've got, but there's a bit of a bigger description of the place uh, handbook. Yeah, I'm going to place handbook this so. one moment. I've got it open. Just going to the right page. It says an image of an object, so I always assumed that meant... Well, no, it's Pretty an, stationary. An image of an object. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, this is true. We've, I mean, we've done it differently before, but I guess yeah. even when when the dragon, even when you made the dragon appear, like it was, you know, there's. I never said that. We never strictly said that the dragon was beating its wings. Like mm. maybe if we did, we'll hand wave it and pretend we didn't. Um, I guess yeah, the way that looks like I. Because it's a cantrip. Because it's a cantrip, I'm going to say... And there is an illusion spell that's... Yeah, there is, and silent image is the actual one. Does it one say it move. still, though? Because if it doesn't, it's not. It says object. It says you can create a sound or image of an object, or an image of an object, and if you create an image of an object and the ones that it lists uh, are, an object, such yeah, as a fair. chair, muddy footprints, or a small chest, yeah, the... Yeah, the that implication is that it is uh, functionally uh, is functionally still. Um, I mean, I can do the dissonant whispers thing as well. That could freak people out if it was like screaming or something. I can well, only do one person though. I think if we if we want it to be real, so it won't make noise. That yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you could minor illusion sound. But what we could do is just minor illusion it hovering. Stationary in the square, that's still pretty creepy. Yeah, and if we do more than one. Yeah. We could even have them looking like they sort of shift 
because there's no reason that you know that recast would... it yeah like have one pop up make it disappear make it reappear five feet in front like it's sort of moving in yeah. bits stop motion shadows yes. yeah but, but, really yeah. slow <laughs> six <laughs> seconds <laughs> unless we chain it and then it's every three seconds <laughs> <laughs> well I do it between us yeah we're offbeat we could we could do that Let's do fun. that. That sounds stupid. Okay. I want to do it. That does sound stupid. I'm up for it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> so we'll move it, start on one corner of the square and move across. And I guess if anyone... Oh, and then maybe if it's going towards like a specific person, maybe then we could cast something horrifying on them at the end. Like I could do dissonant whispers with a screaming noise so that they're like, ah, I'm t- I'm, help me. Or you could do um, your thing that you do. Yeah. I can't remember what it is, but that one with the scary, scary illusion that makes you go a bit mad. Yep. Coulson's just looking at both of them like uh, magic talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we do a little, we do a little chain shadow cast. We focus on a person. We do something we weird. We should to hide them. first. We should hide first. That's a good <laughs> idea. Um, otherwise, it'll just look like two mages having a lovely day. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want anyone to think that we are responsible for this because that's just going to make things more difficult for everybody no that would be bad um okay how about us two hide and cause it you tell us if you could still see us i'm <laughs> all right gonna put my boring cloak on i'm not changing anything else i'm just putting my cloak on yeah. over the clothes that i already have and okay. sort of wrapping it around me a bit i mean <laughs> that's in conjunction with other hiding attempts, I'll say that's enough to nullify your disadvantage. Good kid. Just in case we haven't mentioned this, listeners, I get disadvantage to stealth because of my outfit. <laughs> your outfit is too garish. People will notice. It's too fabulous. People definitely do notice. Although, I mean, there are sequins for crying out loud. Although, you were, I will say, uh, not quite as many people have remarked upon your appearance uh or at least of well a few people looking around as you pass have remarked upon your appearance but not that not as many people have remarked upon your race as you would have expected uh, oh people are less bothered here okay good to know it seems that uh, just being just being a drow is not quite enough of a novelty yeah, because in Bulwark's Bay, they were all like, <gasps> yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, Crosswater though, it's, it's cosmopolitan. Yeah, cool. Okay, good to know. Um, right, let's do this then. Which let's, square do we want to go for? Well, let's start here and then move on to another, I guess. Yeah, should we do maybe Judgment Square and then Castle Square Market? That's straight up. Oh, or is there what's that one? Glazers Market and then. If, yeah, I mean, if you want to do it in a whole thing, you could go, yeah, you could really just go Judgment Square, then Steel Square, then Glazer, and says Market, then Castle Square. Just I mean, do a we tour. Could, we? We'd do a little... Yeah. And I Everywhere there's like a thoroughfare, yeah. I can mm. find us some shortcuts. We can move pretty quickly. Good, good. Great, let's do that. Okay. Let's, um, let's do some stealth in. All right, can, yes. can I have two stealth checks from you two, please? Oh, dear. <laughs> Shall I do a perception check to see if I can see them? Uh, up to you. I can either have you do a perception check or I can tell you if it's good enough that just with your passive perception looking idly. <laughs> I mean, okay, it so will passive be. Passive perception is 14. Yeah, yeah. I rolled an 8. So I rolled I'm 18? Just, I'm just stood behind a lamppost. <laughs> yeah, you can tell that 
that that Scamp is not doing well. I'm going to say, with Corzin acting as Spotter, I will allow... I will allow Scamp, Celestia, you already have kind of disadvantage being cancelled out. Yeah, we can't but, do anything yeah, else to I will yeah. allow I will allow Scamp to roll their checks with advantage because of court calls and acting as a spotter and going like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so that's worse. Um, <laughs> so that's still an eight. <laughs> okay, there's, there's actually surprisingly little cover around here. Uh, the best Scamp has managed thus far is to hide slightly behind a standing lamppost near an alleyway and really they're, they're, they're not that well hidden. So I'm going to say, Scamp, you need to do a sleight of hand check to cast without attracting attention. Okay. Celestia, you are sufficiently I'm hidden. hidden. Yeah. That okay. At least well hidden enough that Corzin can't see you on a casual glance. Right, should right. we do this? <laughs> yeah, let's... Okay. Let's get this show on the road. Ooh, that's a much better, much better sleight of hand. Yep. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> so that is a dirt of 20. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> you are at least able to, with your nice long, uh, the nice long sleeves on your new dwarf robes, able to conceal the hand motions uh, that you feel need to go along with, uh, with, with uh, to make this magic work. So what do the pair of you do? Um, chain casting chain cast shadows so, illusion, they... so it's moving okay. across the square okay how do, um i'm gonna ask you guys how do you want this to appear um like it's shifting in steps like it's doing really small teleports to move across okay I and about like... a couple of feet off the ground so it's hovering I would just like so both... it draws a bit more attention yeah i would like um Oh, I'm going to say I would like you to nominate one of you to make a performance check. Me, please. Case. Yeah, I'm not proficient. Yeah, I am. So, <laughs> Oh, God. This is pressure. Okay, that's a dirty 20, actually. Okay, so as it, it takes a moment for people to notice is this shadowy sort of tall... Do you, uh, do you do like a more generic humanoid shadow, like a human-sized shadow, or like one of the causing stuff? Um, it has taller. to be five feet, doesn't it? Oh, it has to be so, five yeah. feet. Five well, feet, five feet at most. So, yeah. yeah, a shortish. Five human. feet tall, human. Yeah. Okay. Sort of cloaked and robed, just okay. creepy yeah. as po- dementor. Yeah, so it's yeah, a dementor. Dementor. It's, it's, like, it's a very small dementor. Five, <laughs> five foot dementor. <laughs> That's quite cute. But it's floating um, above the ground, so it's, a, it's got ground. a bit more... Taking a little bit of artistic license, you you know, you know put like wisps of what seem to be smoke around it as yeah. well, and shadow, and it takes a few moments for people to seem to notice, and you can just hear... Uh, and you just hear this, this voice calling out, Girl Murders 23, three-day massacre girls carve! <laughs> I just want to say, no! Must murder my shadows and dinner at night! Don't you Shut And the little child points and everyone turns and Aah! And this 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 immediate like people start panicking and, and screaming and running around you hear calls of Call the watch! Call the watch! <laughs> As this shadow is moving towards them and everyone is now breaking and uh, people are now breaking and running and some people are like peering at it and like what the fuck? 
fuck is going on? Okay, I'm going to say let's keep this up for yep. another minute or two. And Just till the watch not arrives. Like, not, a, not a minute, that okay. was a figure okay. of speech. Okay. Yep. Um, Until the yeah. watch turn up and then... And we'll then do something here. on one of those, maybe? Yeah. Like, do a scary thing here. on one of the watch? Okay. Um, you, carry, you, you carry this on for another 30 seconds. The watch still haven't turned up yet. Okay, I'm going to do something scary <laughs> on the nearest person. The nearest person to the shadow. Okay, the nearest person to the shadow uh, appears to be just, uh, just this ordinary slightly tubby halfling man who's uh has a bag full of groceries has a basket full of groceries which are now shaking in his okay, hands i'm gonna make it look like the shadow sort of dissolves into him so it goes poof, disappears into him and then i'm gonna cast dissonant whispers on him oh region oh region oh region so this is a this uh, is a uh, wisdom saving throw yeah wisdom save. Yeah, i'm gonna have him do that with disadvantage <laughs> seems fair uh that was a 16 and an 18. I think just just natural. Wow. No, yeah. he's made that. He still takes damage and it still happens though. So, But he takes less damage. Okay. So that's actually quite good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's going to take... So that's nine, half two. Do we do we do it up or down? I forgot. Uh, it's down. It's always right down. So yeah, yeah. Four, to four points of damage. Oh, 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 I'm still alive. I'm still alive. Praise yeah. the regent. Yeah. Because like nine might have sound... been enough to kill him. Yeah, the sound yeah. that he heard when it went was just like, <gasps> like no yeah. words, just like proper scary shadow yeah. noises. He's he's not really sure what to make of the situation, but people see or at least people are giving him quite a wide berth. But he's like, I'm alive, Janine, Janine. He goes over to hug this other halfling woman. I'm alive, and she's backing away from him. Okay, I'm gonna make <laughs> it look like the shadow has come back out of his back. Yeah. And then I'm going to make it disappear. Okay, and, if, and as people are starting Fade to run against smoke, sort of thing. <laughs> okay, there's, there's. I don't want people to think he's tainted. That would be awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there definitely seems to be an atmosphere of fear around here. Now there's. The, okay. There's people are like, Our work yeah. here is done. <laughs> I tend to, to scam go. That went well. <laughs> right, next place. Yes, okay, are you going one. to go straight to Castle Square or are you going to do the smaller markets on the way? Um, what What do you both think? Should we, should we bother with Steel Square or, should we, or um, Laser's Market or should we just go straight to Castle Square? What do you think? Uh, I think if we don't leave a trail, that might be better. If they appear in different squares instead of an a, a obvious route. <laughs> in a perfect line. No, you, you have a point there. Um... Yeah, let's maybe just go straight to Castle Square, hey? But if we notice any lone guards on the way... Yes, you can do your thing. Okay, uh, make a perception check. All of us? Or do you want one of us to do it? Um, Whoever wants to. I guess if you're all doing it, one person with advantage. Uh, Scamp's already rolled, so you can can roll that with advantage. I don't think it's going to be better than that. That's a 19. Okay. Uh, let's see how many guys there are. And I'm going to cast Mage Armor as I go. <laughs> okay. Probably a good idea. Uh, as you are marching your way down, uh, as you're making your way down, as you're passing through the uh, through Steel Square, and you can hear there's the hammering of, of various different uh, you know, uh, blacksmiths. And in fact, uh, on one side of the square, you can see uh, there is a uh, what appears to be a dwarven gunsmith at work. Um, braiding, uh, and he seems to. He and his apprentices seem to be busy uh, braiding 
what seems to be uh, heated bars of iron together um, and winding them around each other. And as you look up, you can see the muskets that he has already... Uh, there's a series of musket barrels that are waiting to have stocks added. And all of them have this wonderful sort of damascened pattern on them. Uh, not Ooh. dissimilar to the appearance of adamantium, although you can tell that it's not actually adamantium. It's just been given quite a similar sort so of... So it's like swirls. Yeah, the swirls. And, cool. and it's very... It's, it's, the barrels appear to be made of patterned steel. <laughs> and this Fancy. Yes. Um, and, as it turns out from my own research, uh, surprisingly common at this time. Uh, so, <laughs> the uh, however, as you're momentarily distracted by this, you see uh, a wing of four... Uh, members of the Bright Hallish Guard marching up th uh, from uh, gl the Glazers' quarter over the bridge and heading now towards the, uh, towards Judgment Square to someone who's finally managed to get hold of uh, oh, some guards. Oh, that's perfect. Because they're on their way four. to deal with the shadow. No, but you, you could do one and I could do one. But the others won't see it and they won't necessarily mm. believe it. What if, what if we did a little bit of the shadow thing that we just did and then did one? That's true. If you do the image and I'll do the... Yeah, and Actually, you can do the, the scary thing. It's not concentration. I can do both. True, true. Is it actually I mean, not concentration? It's not. No, it isn't. Is it? Lovely. Holy crap. So I can do both. <laughs> so How everyone will see it, like but two of them will be attacked. Yeah. This is um it's Minor uh, illusion. Yeah, it's not. Oh no, sorry, I thought you meant uh, the same. Oh no, no, say, no the scary one is. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I was gonna say Phantasmal Force definitely is concentration. Oh yeah. oh yeah, but I can do I can do minor illusion at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. I will keep an eye out to make sure no one is um paying any specific attention to either um Celestia or Scamp at this point. Okay. And I oh. will I'm gonna hide hand this. <laughs> okay. I will so, yeah. hide as well. Okay, I'm going to hide I... and be on standby in case I need to add to it. Okay, to can I have some quick hide checks from the pair of you, please? Uh... And I get normal hides, don't I? Yeah. Uh, yeah that is 10. Um, okay. uh, Paulson is spotting you and quickly sort of gestures, 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 so you can roll that again. That's a 9 for me, but I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. That is worse. So, like. <laughs> I will sleight of hand as well, but okay. it's, so, yeah, it's just you're a not, ten. Celestia, you're not actually casting any magic during no, this. No, I'm not. You're just watching. Preferably, yeah. So you're just sort of leaning against a wall and observing, causing is sort of in the open, keeping an eye on everything. Okay, I'm going to so, make her a I'm looking yeah, at some market have, stalls or something. Can I have two sleight of hand checks from you, please? Uh, okay. Uh, scamp. Just because uh, they're two different different spells, so I'm assuming different hand motions. Yeah, so silent, uh, for minor illusion, ugh, that's 22 actually that's pretty okay, good that's that's, um and then i'm gonna twin phantasmal force okay and can i have the slide for that please uh, <coughs> that is 15 okay okay not terrible so um the two okay so four the four guards are marching forwards when uh just as they're approaching you know crossing out of the iron ward the spectral image of this five-foot cloaked shadow bamps into being in front of them. Uh, and two of them, I believe they make... So it's this Phantasmal Force. Um, it is Intelli an intelligence save. Save. Okay, so two of them are going to make int saves. This is going to be hilarious. Um, <laughs> what is your save, DC? Fifteen. Um, 
Fortunately for, for you, they have a plus zero to that save, so the one who got 14 still <laughs> does not succeed. Um, and two of them suddenly start to backpedal. No, 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 what is that? What is that? And it's um, the same thing, but it's going to be reaching for them. Yeah, so they see the same still image, but instead of being still, it reaches forwards. Uh, okay, yeah, I guess um, basically I'm going to say uh, they take 1d... Well, they both take 1d6 damage to start with. Okay, uh, that's a 5 yep. and a 4. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they begin sort of clutching at their chests as if they're feeling this desperate coldness. Uh, I'm going to say, however, at this point, the two that aren't affected by this are... Pro- I'm going to just roll an intelligence check for both of them. Okay, one of them is too focused on the still image in front of them. DC is the same as my save to see through the illusion. Oh, uh, okay. Well, they, neither of them see through the illusion, but one of them seems to be like looking a bit confusingly be- between the looming shadow and the reaction that the other two are having. It's more a sense of making sense of what's going on in his head. So, but no, that's, uh, okay, the other two are both going to, uh, I'm going to call this a morale check, effectively. Make a wisdom saving throw against fear and see what they do. Okay, uh, one of them breaks and runs. One of the two, he just breaks and runs away, saving him from further attacks. The other one, however, unslings his musket and just fires crack at the at what he the image he perceives in front of him. Okay. Mm. They basically rationalise anything that happens to it. So if they shoot, it'll look like it either it hit it, it hurt it, or it missed. Yeah, uh, well, it seems to pass through it without doing it much harm um, from their perspective. Uh, however, it does do some harm as you hear a strangled <laughs> from oh, further no. down the street as the as the uh, musket round uh, does does hit something eventually. Whoops. Oh, um, just roll the damage for that one. Oh, dear. Okay, they're not dead. Good. Uh, but you okay. do see, you do see, um, not the luckless halfling man with the groceries, but apparently his wife Janine uh, stumbled to the sake. ground. This couple are having the Bleeding. worst day. Yeah, now this luckless halfling man is just running up. Janine, Janine, dropping his groceries to the side and cradling her. Oh, no, someone Janine. get a, someone get a doctor. Okay, I'm going to run up to them and I'm going to uh, try and cast Cure Wounds on Janine. Okay, um, yeah, you're able to run forwards and just immediately press your hands and you staunch the bleeding. And just, you got, and it, was, it, would have, it would have been a nasty operation without, um, uh, without Cure Wounds, by the way, because that was a gut shot. Um, oh, God. But fortunately, cure, the healing magic can do a lot here. Uh, yeah, did the... Did the, uh, uh, the... The uh, the slug all yeah. the way through. No, or? the the ball comes out with the spell. It's uh, okay, yeah, good. Sort Ooh. of I out. pocket it. Yeah. Oh, like in heroes where they heal yeah. and they like pop bullets out of themselves. Yeah, yeah, no, the ball the yeah. ball is pushed out by the action of the spell. Oh. 
Um, <laughs> I will make the shadow creature, the phantasmal force one, sort of yep. go into the shadows in the same way that the shadow creatures do, and then drop okay. both that and the minor illusion. Mm, good. All right, the the two vanish. I'm just going to see. I say to both uh, Janine and uh, and her husband, "You better get out of here." I don't know what that thing is, but uh, right you are, right safe. you are. Thank you, thank you, sir. You're 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 a true hero. And um, the, uh, 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 and uh, he says, uh, and he clasps you on the bank. Says, "Name's Harold, by the way, Harold Butterbar. If you if there's ever anything I can do for you." And uh, he takes his wife. Just get yourself to safety. Will do, sir. And uh, Harold and Janine Butterbar uh, make their way off. I love them. <laughs> as they uh, as they leave, Corzin says to himself, "I'm not a hero, not yet, anyway." <laughs> um, <laughs> this has attracted a certain amount of attention to you, but also to the guards. Uh, you can see one of the guards is now chasing after the other one that's fled. Uh, the, but uh, the other one, uh, uh, the fourth one is holding, is kind of trying to hold and slap some sense into the one that was, uh, that shot at the shadow. And he's like, he seems like a little s- suspicious of what's just happened, but he's too busy right now dealing with everything that's been going on. I think we should leave. Let's leave. Let's go. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Where do you guys want to go next? Do we want to do one more, or do we think that's enough? I mean, there's quite a lot of panic. Yeah, maybe. Maybe one, one more. We'd have to do it far, far away from here. So okay, so there are enough. two options. Uh, where, where were we in that one? I've, I've lost uh, track. You Castle were Square, in the we? Iron Ward. You just, you were passing through Steel Square when you saw Iron those Ward. guys coming. Okay, so maybe, maybe Grenville Square and Weaver's Ward, or I suppose Castle Square, but. Weaver's Ward is sort of other side. That sounds good. Yeah. Or we could do the yeah. university, I suppose. Uh, one thing I will note is you know that the Castle Square is obviously right next to the castle and also right next to the watch barracks. Uh, uh, so that is a thing you will have noticed on the way. Yeah. Right, no, I, I think we, we should go to um, uh, Grenville Square. Yeah, it's maybe... It's far enough away that um, it's going to mean that... Word's going to spread quickly that this isn't just uh, located in the centre of the city. It's yeah. it, it's it's widespread. Yeah. Also, there might be too many watchmen in Castle Square. <laughs> yeah, we might find it Most hard likely. to get away with it there. Okay. But good work, Scamp. Good casting. <sighs> that was a lot of spells really quickly. <laughs> You're becoming a little showman. I'm very proud. As you show are... them. <laughs> show them. Is there a, I a think. Showman? I think you just say showman regardless. I would re- describe myself showman. as a showman. I think. I think that's just the profession. fair enough. Show person. Ah. Show. I like folk. show them. Show <laughs> them is lovely. That's what we should call because it's what you do. For, uh, functionally speaking, isn't it? You show them. Let's you move fast. <laughs> yes, and that's that's very clever. I like that. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So as you make you make your way uh, past the iron wards. Uh, uh, at the Iron Ward, across uh, across one of the many thin bridges uh, that crosses the River Cross, uh, or at least the central portion of it, so that's been heavily canaled uh, to regulate the flow of the river. Uh, as you do so, you can already begin to hear from other parts of the uh, uh, in other parts of the city. 
Last murder, more shadows, the dread of night. <laughs> doing well. Yeah, apparently that small child does. That small child does not uh, does not wait around. Oh, yeah. Well, he saw the shadow. <laughs> Out of character. What time is it? Uh, by now, I'm going to say, with a certain amount of fucking around that you guys have done, it's about 8 o'clock. Okay, it's only 8 Good. I just realised this is an OC thing. Actually, you know, I'll say I see it's, it's an OC thing. Um, so I've just realised that we were supposed to meet the Grimanis at, like, 9.30 this morning. We were supposed to meet, um, God, which one was it that Didn't wanted us to do the cart thing? did we last night when we I think we t- Did them. we tell them that we wouldn't meet them? I think we did. You didn't, didn't we? tell them that you wouldn't meet them. That's we told true. them to be, on, to be on the alert. Okay, well, we've probably got time to go do the thing and then maybe tell them that we can't meet them because we have shit to do. Where were we supposed to meet them? Castle um, Square Market. Castle Square Market, okay. Right, well, we can Wait. go to Castle Square Market. What were we supposed to do not... for them? What that was, was the one? one with the cart. Uh, we were supposed to distract two guards so that they could ransack a cart and take some things. Would silks. you say that some scary shadow creatures were distracting? Probably. Yes. <laughs> Just saying. You are a fucking genius and you have a point. We could do both, couldn't we? If we turn up, ask them if this would work, if it will be fast, it might kill two birds, one stone. Also... Because it's now 8 o'clock and that would be at 10 that we would start, we're supposed to meet them at half nine and do the thing at 10, there would be a nice little gap. So it wouldn't be like, somebody walked from this square to this square and did the thing within half an hour. It would be a nice, you know, there would be a difference. That sounds good. Mm. All right. Okay, let's do that. Do you guys want... To, well, as I say, it's around 8 o'clock, so you have an hour and a half until your meeting. Do you want to just head there, eat some snacks? I'm going to smoke some opium. That's what I'm going to do. That's true. Yeah, this is short rest territory, so... Uh, Can I snacks. talk to people and spread rumours? Yes. Okay, I will say... Just like, uh, stop and buy breakfast and talk to the shopkeeper, that sort of thing. Sure, make a persuasion check. Okay. So just general rumours. Natural thing. 20. Oh. oh, you talk to everyone. <laughs> okay, yeah, um, <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, yeah, as you as you're spreading on the your, your you know, yes, as a dwarf, there is shadows killing people. I am a dwarf man. Shadows killing people. <laughs> Boy, the region. Yep, what is going to happen next? Oh, I heard something about that. Yep, we shot a half of them. I mean, the shadow did, and. Um, Something like that, I don't know. Shadows of muskets now? Oh, what will the world come to next? The Watch have got to do something about this! I heard it was one of the Watch that shot someone! Oh, them Watch! they got to I stop them Watch them and them Shadows! One of them ran away from a shadow. I saw it with my own eyes. It's <laughs> <laughs> the longest uh, speech you've ever done as a dwarf. <laughs> Is there anyone else also having a smoke break anywhere that I could chat to while I'm puffing away? Um, roll a luck check for me, would you? <laughs> that is a proper luck check. There might be fucking no one. Oh, that's an eight. It's probably. I not. mean, yeah, like you know, you guys are as you're kind of slowly making your way through. Uh, I'm going to say round the back of one of the uh, points in. Uh, actually, no, there is someone. You take a smoke break on your way through Blaze. Glazer's quarter, mm. and um, 
Scamp, you're busy spreading rumours, so uh, Corzin, up to you whether you want to be, you know, with Celestia or with uh, Scamp around this time. Yeah, because you guys are all fairly close together, but like, you know, who are you Yeah, we can all with? see each other, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably be uh, closer to Celestia, I think. Okay, so as you're, you're joining Celestia while she's, you know, heading into an alleyway, uh, into a quiet alleyway near Glazer's quarters, to apart from some drugs, opium. yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, which is, you know, le- it's which is legal to consume. It's just illegal to buy without paying the uh, tariffs. Uh, no one knows I did that, so it's fine. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, yeah this is entirely legal. It's just for privacy. Yeah. Uh, when you and as you do so, you see there is uh, uh, a human fellow who uh, is himself uh, smoking uh, uh, tobacco rather than uh, than opium. Uh, but he's got a pipe there, and uh, they, he's a kind of slightly tall, taller than usual man, um, and he has a kind of a whiskery sort of moustache, um, brown hair, brown, uh, brown eyes, uh, but you can see that he has um, what looked like, what looked like might have been flashy clothes once three owners ago. Ooh. They're a bit tattered, uh, but you can see that he's still trying to make a bit of an appearance. Uh, and he's got a bit of a, he's got a bit of a, he's got a slightly an old kind of rubbished up what was once maybe golden waistcoat on on some faded rolled up on a faded you know sleeves rolled up red shirt mm. uh, and, so, and some brown trousers and uh, and you can see that he's I'm going to say that his hair has been pomaded as well like he's tried yeah. to do the best he can with not much mm. um, <clears throat> and. Um, as he uh, uh, comes, he's, he uh, nods it to you and calls uh, uh, him. He goes, uh, Hello there. You're looking for a good time? <laughs> Not with me, but uh, I've got, uh, uh, if you're interested, uh, maybe you come round to the silk and sail. It's uh, just, it's just uh, over the street that way. We have lots of girls and guys. You know, normally I'd be really up for that, but actually I've had, I've had quite a shock just now. Um, oh no! Mm, there were some shadows in. Um... <laughs> <laughs> he genuinely this is not seemed... in character laughter. What square? He genuinely seems shocked at this. Okay. Um, we were in. Um... I mean, I'd actually say like, yeah, yeah. Like, we were in Judgment Square Market, and um, and there were all these shadow creatures going around, and they were killing people, and it was quite scary. I'm going to put a bit of show and just do a bit of like fake crying. There's, and... there's shadows, you say, <gasps> in the streets. Yeah. Oh, he yes. sounds like Adam Buxton's internet uh, voice. I can't hear it. it. <laughs> yes, it was, um, it was quite distressing, actually. They nearly killed a member of the watch. I think they got away, but, you know, I just thought I, we had to run quite fast. Oh, no. Well, uh, I would say that if these things are around, you've got to be somewhere safe at night. So uh, maybe when it comes to night time, you come to the silken cell. You wow, stay with one of the girls. You really want to sell your horns, don't you? I have a business to run. Um. Also, really, it's safe. Very safe. Yeah, really, you shouldn't be standing alone in alleyways like this. And please do tell all of your whores about this and tell them that they should very much be safe in somebody's beds, even if it's not. I can assure you they are perfectly safe in the silicon sand. Okay, good. Maybe maybe we should start offering discounts if this is going to be a problem. I'm sure shadow-related discount fucks would be something people would want, yes. Yes. Well, uh, if you want a discount, come to the Silicon Sale. 
<laughs> this slightly sad <laughs> pimp walks on his way. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say this in character, but it is also um, uh, my sentiments out of character as well. The fuck did I just witness? I don't know. <laughs> I told a man that people were dying and he tried to sell me a prostitute. <laughs> like I'm really, I'm really not sure how to react to this if I'm honest, Gordon. <laughs> I thought my acting was quite good. I thought some I did okay. Some people are just business people through and through. God, some people. They don't appreciate a good performance, do they? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go with no for now. Just um, let, let's let, let's move on from this, shall we? <laughs> you, find, you find another quiet rally to take a smoke, but uh, no, no one else approaches. I would you, like can, to... you can hear down the streets. Hello, have you considered coming to the Silicon Sale? We have the best girls <laughs> and best boys. I really wish that I could give the DM inspiration for the NPCs that he has pulled out of his ass this session because, like, God. Do not give him more power. <laughs> this is true, actually. We don't want the DM to have inspiration. He'd be terrified. He's already basically God. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> taking a smoke, spreading some rumours. It eventually winds round, uh, you know, eventually you hear the clock, uh, the, the, the bells chime uh, nine, uh, the quarter past nine, eventually towards half nine. And uh, on a number of the larger buildings, such as the uh, t- uh, the temples uh, nearby, you do actually pass a couple of temples. Um, I would say, uh, I remind you that, that, that uh, there was, of course, the Church of St. Lou uh, on uh, Judgment Square Market as you're going through Iron Ward. Uh, the, the church of uh, St. Uh, Bridget, who uh, calls in, you would know from your time spent previously in Cor- across water, is a patron of uh, poets, dancers, smiths, and of the harvest. So, you know, quite popular at the moment, although harvest mm-hmm. has now just been taken in. Uh, and of course, there is, you know, as you enter, as you're crossing over the bridge and from Castle, even from Castle Square Market, you can see the tall spires with a clock tower, actually. Uh, of the Cathedral of St. Maley, uh, the patron of travellers, who's obviously quite popular around the docks and the you know, trading areas as well. Um, but now you head into this Castle Square Market, and uh, this sort of mid-morning time is actually perfect for Castle Square Market in terms of fullness uh, and opportunity. Gazing around, it takes you a few minutes, but you do see uh, <coughs> a f- the distinctive slender figure of... Hope Gramani. Uh, she's wearing her usual, uh, you know, brown leather jerkin and such. But you can see that her hair is, you know, start. It, her curly black hair is covering her horns. Uh, she appears to have put makeup on to give uh, to change her from a sort of dead corpse white complexion to sim- to to um, add a little bit of rosiness to her cheeks. Not in kind of a china doll way, but more in a sense of just looking instead like someone who just has a very pale complexion. Yeah. Uh, so she is doing actually a pretty good job as passing for human. Uh, you don't know if it would necessarily hold up to very like to a lot of scrutiny, but she doesn't is also isn't interacting that much with anybody. Um, you do actually see her uh, as she makes her way towards you. Um, once she spots you, uh, you watch as she casually just uh, passes by one person. There's a, just a little glint of steel. 
uh, in uh, uh, hidden behind one of her fingers. And as she comes uh, back, you see that she's tucking a coin purse into her, uh, her trousers. Cool. She comes up to you. Hello. It's good to see the three of you. The uh, Mordecai told me about the news last night. I'm glad to see you're all okay. Yes, we're glad to see you as well. Um, about uh, that. Yes. So we've got a, we've got an idea for a distraction. Distraction's good. Um, well, we've been we've been causing some chaos around to try and get people to take the problem seriously because we don't think that anyone will believe it uh, if it's, nothing has happened yet. Yes, it's pretty hard to hard to believe. <laughs> yes. So um, we've been making it look like it's happening during the day so that people will take it seriously quickly and hopefully you know we can end the end the problem we're right. wondering if we could maybe do a bit of that as a distraction two birds with one stone sort of thing i mean it's um it seems pretty risky but um if this is the way you run things i can i think i think i can see that we did say we wanted a distraction okay so the wagon's going... Oh, okay, well, the wagon is going to be coming uh, through the market uh, in the ne- within the next half hour. It'll be going up from the glass kiln key. Uh, and go- we'll actually need to go toward... It'll actually be going through the Saints Market, so we'll be doing, we'll be doing the job there. But, no, I want to meet you here so that we weren't uh, loitering around where we're going to actually do the job. We'll be needing to do it in s- when it passes by the Saints Market. But that's pretty full at this time as well, so that's what you serve your needs. Uh, now, as I said before, we're expecting it to probably... The wagon's probably going to have a couple of guards and one driver. So, um... My plan originally was for you to distract the guard somehow and me to just sap the, uh, the driver across the back of the head. She pulls out a black jack, just, which, for those of you who are not familiar with it, uh, is essentially a leather sack filled with ball bearings. Holy shit. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> which in 3rd uh, edition was classically the subdual damage weapon of choice. Uh, yeah. References could... upon references. Mm. But if we can uh, lure him uh, off in some way, that would also be easier. Uh, but in any case, my I was originally planning to just take care of the uh, cart and then just ride it out as quickly as I could, uh, faster than the guards. But if you have improvements upon that plan, I'm willing to hear them. Will this plan work? What do you two think? Seems like uh, reasonably uh, sound. Hmm... I, my worry is that it might make it look like somebody is faking the shadows. Although people are dicks. I mean, somebody during a shadow attack could nick somebody's wagon, I suppose. Or if we can make the horse bolt. Mmm. Yeah, that could work, but it's all a case of timing. Well, we've got a bit of time before we need to be in place, so... So what we so we distract the guards. So me and Scamp could do our little illusion spiel that we've been doing all morning. It's worked quite well. We could do some of that. I can sneak up on the cart, dispose yes. of the uh, driver, mm-hmm. and then hightail it out of there. Yes. I'm sure I don't need to tell any of you how much of a pain in the proverbial a out of control horse can be 
but it doesn't need to actually be out of control it can just appear that way like it bolted as long as we keep going for a while how would we make that work because surely whichever way we do this it's going to look like somebody's yeah. stolen the cart isn't it so we just need to keep the guards distracted enough to not realise that the horse hasn't just run off. Yeah, I mean, ideally yeah. what we want is that uh, the idea that nobody notices that the uh, the cart is being stolen because they're all focused too much on something else. Mm. So we need a big distraction, basically. I mean, all of us don't need to be in the cart, do we? Uh, no, so long as we have... Uh, I would feel safer if uh, at least... Uh, you know, if there is at least one person with the cart, maybe. Mm. I mean, well, at least one person has to drive it. But uh, looking at the map, I'd say the best thing would be if you can get it out of uh, Saint's Market, we probably, so long as you can bring it to an alleyway that we've got in advance, we can all meet up back up there mm. and then bring it round to a, place to a place where it's safe to unload it. Right. So, if you and Corzin end up in the cart, hmm. and me and Scamp are doing distracting things... That works for me. Uh, so, we want to head... Uh, tell you what, and she points to... Uh, as she describes, uh, essentially, a bit on, uh, of the map uh, in the south of Cyprus. Uh, there's a particular mm -hmm. alleyway. It says, right, so it uh, gives you directions. So, like, if near we, the number 19 on the map? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, actually, I'm going to say quite near the number 19. Uh, not on the number 19, but like that one is actually a granary, um, but not far from the granary, yes. Like, okay. Yes, so there's a, a particular alleyway with uh, three blue doors in a row uh, near the near the East Cyprus granary. If we go there, uh, <coughs> sorry, if we go there, then uh, we can all meet up afterwards and you know, safely take care of the business. Okay, right, shall we, um, everybody happy with this? Yeah, we need to make sure we're not seen. We do. We need to do some hiding. Should we find? Should we take time finding some places to slip ourselves away? Actually, you yeah. and me. Is there like a pile of crates we could sit in, or a rooftop, or a, an empty <coughs> uh, building? Rooftop. Yeah, there bad. is. There are actually there are ample hiding places in terms of uh, in terms of crates and barrels and so on. Rooftops are a bit harder. Is the Area by Saints Market is actually uh, quite upmarket, like the buildings themselves. Uh, mostly, uh, these are the kind of very nice terraced housings with with hidden gardens in the interior of the ah. block, um, which yeah, I can actually see in the overhead view on the map. Um, so it, you could get up onto a roof, mm -hmm. but there aren't a lot of alleyways in this section. So it would be like getting up on there in the open. Yeah, which is one of the reasons okay, why no. Hope wants to meet in an alleyway within Cyprus. Okay, um, I'm going to try and find a hiding place then, but not too near Scamp. Okay, so, you're say... going, so you're both going for on-the-ground hiding places then? Yeah, yeah. So. That's right, okay, can I... I'm going to say, give me... Because you have time to prepare, I'll let you make your both make your stealth checks with advantage. Okay, that's a little bit better. Um, We're all two seventeens, eighteen. So that's hang on, let me check. That's a twenty, dirty twenty. <laughs> okay, that's fine. The pair of you settle into comfortable positions. Uh, Celestia, you find a position where you can hide behind a, uh, where there's actually um, basically a couple, uh, several carts laid. 
There are several crates st stacked up, and there is a nearby cart, uh, which is conveniently positioned. It's 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 occupied, but the two but the two uh, men on it are paying no attention to you. They just seem, they seem to be waiting for someone like uh, uh, busy, uh, st just idly watching the uh, marketplace itself. Um, so it's actually for, within this little nook, you are completely unseen. Brilliant. Uh, Scamp, a little bit further away along the market, you also find uh, there's a point where there isn't actually, yes, a, sta a series of stacked barrels that are ready to be uh, moved on uh, by uh, at a later point. There's a crane nearby to help lift them, they're bound together. Uh, but the, at this point, these barrels have not been picked up yet, and it doesn't look like they're going to be picked up anytime soon. So you hide within. For the, uh, in case it should come up, I will say that the pair of you are 30 feet... Your hiding places are 30 feet away from each other. Cool. Okay. That's good. Is, yeah. yeah. Illusion's only a 30-foot range, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, Corzin and Hope. Uh, you... I mean, I'm, I'm Hope. So, Corzin, <coughs> you have a choice of... Do you want to go from a physical hiding place in preparation for taking the cart or do you want to try and just blend into the crowd and act unobtrusive um i think probably what Corzin would want to do is have somewhere out from which he could dash climb up probably the wheel of the cart yeah. get onto the back and then work his way forward so if there's like a a, a stall or a, a, a statue or some physical feature of the uh, the area he's in, uh, he would try and hide in or around that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there are actually a series of statues uh, on plinths of lesser saints uh, that are some in various ways important to Saint uh, Maley. Uh, and so there are actually a number that you can try and hide behind. Give me a stealth check, and again with advantage because okay. you have time to prepare. Stealth check. Yeah. Okie uh, Hope, by comparison, is just going to blend into the crowd, and actually after a few moments you realise she does this really well. Uh, she Not great, 13. Okay, 13, that's fine. Enough to pass casual inspection, at least, you'd feel. Um, she also passes you uh, up to you if you want it. Uh, she she offers you her blackjack. I take it. Okay, it does d six plus uh, strength or dex damage depending on whether you're using strength or dex to use it. Okay, because it cool. can be used as a finesse weapon. Okay. Nice. So the four of you move make into position. And you wait. Ten minutes pass. 15 minutes. Around about the 20 minute mark, not long after the, uh, about, yeah, about 10 minutes after the quarter two bell sounds. Uh, the, uh, you, uh, the two of you who are in hiding notice Hope pass by, just idly as part of the, of the, of the crowd, and because she knows where you're hiding, she just gives you both a small nod and then nods again towards the distant bridge. <clears throat> the, uh, the, sea, the most seawards, and also the most northwards, of the two main bridges in this section of the, uh, the cross. 
Uh, she then circles back around towards you, calls him and, and notifies you as well. And you can see, crossing the cross, uh, the bridge, there is also... Uh, there are a number of carts, but one in particular uh, stands out. It seems to be a small... You know, it's a one-man cart with a couple of... Uh, with uh, Actually, this would just be a single uh, horse. Um, quite a small horse, almost a pony. Um, uh, leading it, and you can see all the better for causing, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can see that uh, it is, you know, essentially uh, roped onto it. There are a number of canvas-bound tubes that you can see up uh, that you can tell are probably uh, these silks that uh, the silks and you know that that you're expecting. Uh, but likely covered up to prevent casual people noticing, oh, these are valuable, and trying to make off with them. Uh, you also notice that walking by the cart, uh, which is actually a two-seater, but the guards, you know, have whatever reason wanted to stay on the ground, perhaps to give them more uh, maneuverability, are a pair of, um, well, guards. They are, they are wearing... Uh, Thick black woolens. They're not uh, wearing any sort of uniform, but you can see uh, the pair of them do have uh, pistols at uh, one at, the, at one in a holster on their belts and uh, long, heavy clubs, basically truncheons on the other. And it seems that they were mostly hired to just you know look intimidating, but mostly they look a bit bored. <laughs> um, okay. So yes, you uh, they continue marking their way along, and you can see the route that they will take is going to put you almost exactly in front of you know like within easily within fifteen feet of Corzin's hiding place. Uh, so they are yeah they make their way across the bridge and move to cross the square. Whenever you guys are ready, right. feel free to implement your plan. All right, shall we chain cast? Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, are you doing the same as before? Once again, just like this uh, shadowy hooded figure stop yeah, motioning its way slightly across. Hovering yeah. across the floor. Okay, I'm going to ask you for another performance check, please. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, that would be a 15, which really isn't great for me. Okay. Um, it's... Nevertheless, it does attract a lot of attention, this sudden figure, shadowy figure appearing. Although there's less of the open panic as before, there's still a lot of, what, what is that? What's going on? What? Um, I'm going to roll a wisdom check for the two guards. And the driver, actually. Okay, all of them turn and uh, seem to be immediately, like, their attention goes to this shadowy figure. Both of the, both of the guards sort of uh, begin fumbling for their pistols. Uh, focus on uh, like and then holding it up, uh, you know, sort of protectively in front of them. The carter sort of clutches at his chest, not in a I'm having a heart attack way, but more in a by the you know, by the regent. And he actually says, "By the regent, what is that?" <laughs> um, okay. Move the shadow slightly faster, just to increase yeah. the just increase the speed. Of bearing the down yeah. on the guards. Okay, now it's bearing down directly on them. Uh, okay, I'm going to ask one of you to make an intimidation check, please. Um, are you intimidating? I'm not bad. I'm I'm not proficient, but I'm, I'm proficient. pretty charismatic. <laughs> yeah, I'm proficient, so maybe I should. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll be better. You'll be better. Uh, eighteen. 
Okay, let's see if we can run against that 18. Both of them panic and immediately just start trying to. They 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 both fire their shots at the at the uh, at the at the shadowy figure above them, and the shots pass through, which kind of makes sense for a shadowy figure. And so they both look at each other. Um, Bugger this for a game of soldiers, and the pair of them scarper in opposite directions. Right, cool. All right. The driver's like, as they do what this, the fuck? I, uh, I try and rush out from my uh, hiding place. Is, is the cart still going along? Uh, no, no, no. The cart, so the, the cart is. Well, the cart, I guess, yeah, is still going along because the the horse hasn't really had time to react much and doesn't right. seem to be aware Shadow of what's going on. Shadow moving down on the driver now. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, Shadow moving is, down on the driver, please. Yeah. Yeah. Corson is just going to use the motion of the uh, the wheel and just grab one of the spokes and ride it okay. up so he gets this, onto the back. As this is happening, however, yeah, the, the shadow moving towards the driver. The driver seems to have enough wits about him to try to get to crack the reins ha! and tries to drive forward. So I'm going to need an acrobatics check, I think, from Corson to get up onto right. that uh, that cart. How far ahead are they? The uh, they're a, a not that the, if in the next round he'll pass beyond the thirty foot range. Functional. That's Eight. fine. Eight. Causing you try and grab at the wheel, um, and it you essentially get wheel burn as it passes through your hands, leaving your hands stinging. <laughs> uh, and you stumble. Uh, you're not on the ground, but you're you know you're, you're like you know you're not on the floor, but you're. Still back down at the street level. When it gets okay, can to I the... try and grab onto the back of it? Uh, one moment, uh, Celestia. When it gets to the driver, I would like to cast dissonant whispers on him. Okay. Oh, uh, you would like to phantasmal force? Oh god, both. <laughs> oh poor okay. guy. Um, but twinning it on okay. the horse. Okay. Well, he different resists. effects. Oh, this could kill them. I mean, he resists. He doesn't resist the dissonant whispers. He phantasmal does, force only he, takes damage if I want him to, because it okay. doesn't have to be something he that can be He does damaging. resist the phantasmal force, um, but the horse does not. Okay, <laughs> the horse sees a wall of fire in front of it. <laughs> that should stop it. Yeah, the horse immediately bucks. Okay, um, yeah, I'm going to roll damage for this yeah. Um So that's seven damage, so hopefully not too bad. And again, he just hears... <gasps> Okay, hearing this terrible sounds, he clutches his head. Blood spurts from his nose and ears, and he collapses, twitching into the driver's seat. Unconscious, not dead. Oh, good, right. Unconscious, not dead. Yep, you can control that. Uh, that said, it suddenly becomes a lot easier for you to get on the the horse uh, on board the cart, Corzin, and uh, also okay. hope, hope leaps aboard as well. Uh, can we stabilise this guy? I'm going to get out my barrel, or from behind the barrels. Uh, uh, Staying where I am. Yeah. Okay, Staying where you are. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh Yeah, you can easily stabilise him. Make a make a medicine check, or unless you want to use yep. magic. Medicine. That's more like it. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah, you can see checking him over. As long as you open his airway so he doesn't choke on the blood on his own blood, he's going to be yeah. fine. Which is what yeah. you do. I put him in the back in the recovery position. Yeah. <laughs> Not let's get him out the cart. Yeah. Then he'll think. The, Actually, it no, just, that's a good yeah, idea. You shove him out the cart. No, don't shove. Yeah. You carefully <laughs> shove him out the cart. I'm going to take gently... him out the cart. You gently sort of okay, lay so, him against so, yeah. the barrel. So the okay. So the you leaves. have okay. So as the horses 
As this is happening, you, Scamp, run up. This dwarf runs out of hiding and helps lift this man off. While that is happening, I would like to continue the shadow going elsewhere. Okay. It's now moving slower every six seconds rather yeah. than every three. Um, but the, but yeah, this is like, by this point with all, everything that's happening, this is now starting to kick up a fuss. People are panicking. Uh, you can see that a brigade of mm, 13 watchmen are start. Uh, well, two groups, one of five, one of eight, uh, are now beginning to move. Uh, one, one group of five is moving from the other side of Saint's Market, uh, uh, you know, pulling up their, uh, their uh, muskets and uh, preparing to take aim at the shadow. You can see that another group of eight is running okay. over the bridge. I'm going to make it disappear. <laughs> Bit of smoke with prestidigitation. I'm going to roll... I'm going to give them an intelligence check. Mm, that was pretty high. Uh, the... Uh, the, the uh, as they go, they're presenting arms. <laughs> and it goes... Wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. You, 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 search that side of the uh, of the square. You, 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 with me, we're searching this side. I'm going to run. Okay. Uh, by the way, while this has been happening, what's been happening with the cart? Causing uh, her and, uh, and Scamp. Well, I'm not with the cat. Uh, Scamp's just uh, staying with the halfling. Going. Okay, so you're yeah. staying with the, with the driver. Causing, uh, sorry, what was you that you're doing? I'm going to keep the cart uh, going, not obviously towards where the uh, horse thinks the flame is. Okay. But um, I dropped the I'm, flame. Flame's gone. Yeah. yeah. And okay. you couldn't see it anyway, so you wouldn't. The, uh, the, oh, the okay. horse is in a pretty, is in something of a highly excitable state right now. So I'm going to need you to make an animal, an animal handling. handling check yeah, please, please give me an animal handling check. Six. Oh, Shit. No. The horse... Um, immediately turns uh sort of jackknifing the cart in the process and begins to bolt completely the opposite way uh i'm gonna ask you for uh yeah i'm gonna ask you and uh, uh no uh, scamp isn't in it just you for a deck save to avoid being thrown out of the cart as it jackknifes okay that's a 14. Okay, yep, you hold on to the reins, grip onto the seat, uh, but the but the horse is now uh, is now bolting the opposite way, uh, so I'm looking to go across the bridge towards the sort of uh, towards the uh, northwest when you wanted to go northeast, so it's gone at a 90 degree angle from where you really wanted to go. Uh, at this point, Celestia, uh, as you're preparing to run. Uh, you see the cart in front of you, near your hiding place. One of the two men slaps the other, points at the cart with causing in, and they immediately whip their horse forwards. And the pair, and that cart, with the two of them riding in it now, goes. Uh, Celestia, I'm going to say make a very quick perception check. Uh, fuck, that would be a six. <laughs> Okay, no, you don't get any more information I on that. I don't see anything. Um, um, scamp, I'm going to say, can you make a perception check? Because you do have a view on the situation. Um, 16? Okay, you notice this happening and you notice the two men both have, as, as their coats are flipping to the side uh, from the sudden motion, you see both of them have concealed pistols. Okay, um, I've got something I'd like to do. I'd yes. like to do 
another distant whispers on the horse, if I can, on their horse. On their horse. Go for it. Uh, so this is a wisdom save for the horse. If it's in range, it's 60 feet, so... Yep, no, no, the horse failed that, so <laughs> what does that do for the horse? Um, it hears a discordant melody and is racked with terrible pain. So I'm going to make it like a, like another horse, screaming in pain. <laughs> that was sort of an elephant, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard a horse scream. Neither have I, yeah. thankfully. I have, I've never okay, been... Okay, I'm the only to... one who knows what a horse screaming sounds like. Okay. You were nearly uh, well, a you horse's... have reasons. Okay, what does a horse's scream sound like, please? I can't do a horse's scream, but I know okay. what it sounds like. It's horrible. Imagine a whinny, but um, with... Uh, a lot more sort of guttural urgency to it. You know we're going to get sort tweets like, from this like if a... people ask us. We're going to get tweets from this if people asking us what this sounds like. I had a tweet a while ago of like, what does a sad deer sound like? <laughs> because, we, because we've done that in the podcast. We're yeah. now going to have tweets of sad horses. Uh, <laughs> we must know! <laughs> roll, roll, first roll 3d6 psychic damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is ten. Oh god, it might be dead. Okay, and then uh, roll me. Uh, uh, I'm going to say roll me a luck check. Oh god, it's real high. Oh no, that's a seven. Okay, that's that's. Does not the that horse lucky. go down? Not that lucky. Not that unlucky. Uh, one moment, I'm going to tell you. Uh. Uh, just looking for the riding horse. <laughs> Uh, no, this thing's pretty chunky. That was what, seven damage total? Uh, ten. Ten. Okay, no, no, no. It's, uh, it actually doesn't go down, which is the good good news for the horse. Uh, but it does begin desperately whinny screaming, I, which I can't do. Uh, and again, blood begins to spurt from its eyes and ears and mouth. And it takes off in complete... It takes off in... Uh, it's not the opposite direct... It, it doesn't take off directly towards Corzin. It doesn't take off away from him, but it takes off diagonally across the market. So in very much not the way that uh, the, uh, the, 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 ride, uh, the drivers were hoping for it to go. They go and you hear them go, what the fuck's up there? Whoa, 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 go, whoa! Can I drop a minor illusion shadow creature next to the horse so that they're connected, the bleeding horse and the shadow yeah okay nice. uh give me a performance check a little 10 not brilliant mm. uh it is enough that a couple of the guards immediately sort of turn and you can see them about to fire until a third one smacks their muskets at barrel at barrels out of the way with his own and goes don't fire into a crowd you stupid fools and i'll let the shadow fade again <laughs> yeah so their cart has now gone a different way to our cart. Their cart's yeah? gone into a different way to, to yours, at least for the moment. So, Corzin, you're back on the cart at this point. Uh, give me another animal handling check to try and get this cart under control. Okay. Okay, that's a 16. Okay, um, you just about manage to get this uh, to get this cart, un- uh, this horse under control. It's still very obviously spooked, and it's not happy about the situation. But it's it's willing to listen to reason. It seems it seems okay. to feel that it's now put away. <laughs> You're going to have a reasoned fire. argument. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm pulling back with the reins. I'm I'm soaring a little bit, which I know you're not supposed to do. Yep. But um, uh, I'm attempting to um, uh, uh, to hold it back and to um, make a number of 
uh, reassuring noises towards <laughs> it. Like, whoa, okay, okay, whoa there, whoa there. Okay, uh, Cousin, your passive perception is high enough that you've noticed what's been going on. That you, you haven't, you, you haven't noticed necessarily that these, that the cart was, uh, was following you, but you see that another cart has now just gone off in a diagonal across Saints Market. People are hurling, rushing at them, trying to rush out of the way of this wild horse and these shadows. The market is placed beginning to clear pretty quickly, but it's also making the bridges quite uh, packed. When I see our cart starting yeah. to go out of the square, which I assume it is, like yeah. it's going towards where we want it to go, I'm going to start running off towards where we were going to uh, be. I mean, it's... it's it, yeah, I'm, this is actually something I'm going to ask you to uh, cause in. Uh, up to you how you want to ride, because uh, first of all, uh, yeah, if you've got the map in front of you, you can see you're heading... Right now, the horse has been running towards the S on Saints Market. Um, you could try and turn it all the way around and go back through the press of people that are in the market itself, or you could try and take a more circuitous route. Uh, up to you. Do you want to try and go more directly, which means passing through more people now and trying to fight past that, or do you want to go with the flow but have a more a, a more involved route to get to where you want to go to eventually? Well, I mean, if, if I'm heading towards where the S is now, mm -hmm. would it not make more sense uh, The big to... S, I realise that has two S's in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, the, the S in Saints. Yeah. Uh, if I pull a hard right, I could go up past where... Oh, uh, past the, the cathedral. Uh, You're right. Okay, yeah, past give the cathedral, me... then double back and go pretty much exactly the way I would have gone otherwise. Alright, that way will take you pretty much directly into the path of the other cart, though. Ah, ah. okay. Not a good idea, then. Um, <laughs> not unless you want to, I guess, not ram them, because that would involve getting a horse to oh, God. <laughs> just attack a cart. No, horses have a much, much better sense of self-preservation than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think in which case then, yeah, I'm going to have to just um, start yelling to the crowd uh, at, uh, in front of us. Make way! Make way! Okay, uh, make a... Make a I'm going to call this an intimidation uh, uh, check, just because like, of the urgency. Okay. That's... Um... Sorry, that was cocked. Okay, that is a... Uh, intimidation, Dirty yep. 20. Okay, the, the crowd parts like the Red Sea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you immediately uh, go up. You're taking... So you're taking... Uh, are, are you going taking the indirect route or the direct route towards where you want to go? The direct route. Okay, yeah. No, you take the direct route and it means that you're immediately cracking out. Uh, okay, as this is happening, you know, Celestia, you immediately start running yeah, to where you want to go. Uh, I'm going to say, give me, that said, give me, and this is with disadvantage, uh, uh, you, you can either make a stealth check with disadvantage to try and slip away from the guards who are now investigating the square, or you can just run for it and give me an athletics check. Um, hang on. Can I try and distract the guards? Because I have you... an unconscious man and I want help for him okay if you're going to call for help uh then you can make that uh check uh, you can make one of those checks either as a straight roll yeah let me have a look what I've i'm got gonna better. get as many guards attention as i can and... all yeah. right stealth is a little bit better so i'm gonna do that yep. that's all right for it. like trying to slip into a back that's fine. or something oh god that's a six okay um Bollocks. 
Yeah, so, so Scout, you pull the attention of three of the guards towards you, but, uh, but you can see two more, uh, two more are, are converging, are sort of searching, and they notice you incredibly snazzy as you are, even under the cloak, if you're still wearing it. Yeah, um, I don't imagine I'm flat out running, I imagine I'm slipping no, they away. all sort of trying to slip away, and they go, uh, Hold up! Uh, hold up! So, like, what? Yes, what? Like, have you seen anything? What's going on? Well, I saw some quite scary shadows, and I mean, the horses went mental. I, d- I don't know. Make a deception check. <laughs> Fucking shit, bollocks, right? Come on, I've got good deception. That's 12. Right, well, don't fuck about. Call the rest of the Ebon Guard. If they're, if they're in town, we could use their help. I'll go and get some help, thank you. Um, and they immediately <laughs> turn back to uh, watching the rest of uh, you know, to dealing with. Fucking to, love being a bard so much. <laughs> <laughs> to take care of things. Yeah, they rolled a natural eight on that insight check. Thank God, because um, it wasn't so, good for me. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> so at this point, uh, yeah, so uh, you have three guards. Uh, two of them are standing watch. One of them is now uh, has now knelt down and is looking out for this uh, for, for for this poor un- uh, unconscious. Uh, still bleeding in places, but probably not going to die from it. Uh, halfling drover, uh, and one of them stops uh, questioning you, Scamp. What? What happened? What's going on here? <coughs> Did you see anything? Shadow creatures, and one of them attacked this man, and his horse bolted. I, I don't. <coughs> I don't know. That's all I saw. Uh, that is a deception check. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a deception check. Um, I really thought you were going to put I'm a dwarf on your <laughs> <laughs> I am an adult man dwarf. <laughs> That's a 17. Oh, bloody hell. They seem... Uh, two, they see the one uh, the one on the ground and one of the ones standing seem like, all right, like, right, and they seem pretty distracted, but one of them goes, hold up. And, you know, he, he doesn't point the musket at you, he says, stick around. Like statement for questioning. Could you use a witness statement? Okay, you going to stay and wait with these guards, Scaff? Uh, I am going to wait until they're not looking, and then I'm going to misty step away. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, I'm going to roll to see how many rounds that takes. Okay, no, you'll you'll be able to misty step away in thirty six seconds. So while that's happening, unfortunately, that takes you out of part of what's going on here. Uh, Okay, so uh, causing you've now you're now riding up to the far side of Saint's Market, going around the other side of the cathedral, uh, and up around your intended path. The, however, the other carts, Celestia, as you can see, as the as the two guards are turning away from you, they've managed to get their horse still bleeding under control, and you see them go up the other, like the far side of the cathedral, and you can tell if they've spotted where Causing's going. Uh, so they're probably going to ride around. Okay. Um... Uh, as you are actually riding forwards now, uh, galloping forwards uh, towards the old city walls, uh, causing you can you can hear the sound of uh, of desperate you know, horse galloping. I guess. Yeah. Clip clops. Um, uh, yes. Can I get within thirty feet of the other car? Uh, you can. If you give me an athletics check, you might be able to get within 30 feet of where you know they're going to be. Okay. Because you're essentially trying to... You're almost chasing Corzin's cart at this okay, point. Okay, 16. Okay, you actually get fast enough that if you really wanted to, and you were prepared to make another check, you could leap onto the back of this cart. Okay, right. Um, um, but you'll certainly be within range. 
I don't want to leap onto the back of the enemy no. cart. That's not a thing. No, 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 I meant of Corzin's cart. On Corzin's cart. Yeah, if you wanted to. Okay. Um, yeah, I might do that. Okay. But then again, how, how close is the other cart to us? Well, the other cart, uh, as you see now as you're running up, uh, the other cart is going is charging up the side. It looks like there's even odds that maybe they might cut Corzin off. Maybe they might come after him. This is going to come down to... Uh, this is coming down to an animal handling check. Uh, Corzin versus uh, the others, because this is a race. Okay. Okay, yeah, I'm going to jump onto the back of Corzin's cart, if that's all right. Give me uh, an acrobatics check. 22. <laughs> you, you managed to catch on to the end. And I'm going to kind of, I'm going to go in and pull the, um, are there like fabric doors? Is that what uh, you're talking? No, it's more like an open cart with a lot of fabric lashed onto the back of it. Okay, cool. Rolls. So I'm going to like duck behind the silks and look okay. over so that I've got an eye line towards the other cart, but they can't okay, see me directly. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so, sorry, Cosm, what was your animal handling check? Uh, it is... 21. Okay, you speed ahead. This horse this horse already wants to run. It's very happy to gallop now. I'm, I'm just directing it. Yeah, you're just directing this horse as it gallops across the, uh, through the city wall gates, across the very narrow, thin, br- uh, short bridge towards Cyprus. You see now, doing an L-turn uh, as they come around the back of the cathedral, The uh, these two men, you know, one guiding the horse, one gripping the side of their cart, are chasing it behind. You can see they've got their pistols out now. Uh, one holding reins with one hand, with <laughs> pistol with other... Um. Yes. Would I know how intelligent horses are? Uh, you know that horses are beasts and therefore not very intelligent. Okay, cool. Um, fuck it. Uh, shit, bollocks. This uh, poor horse is having a real time of it. But um, It's having a bad day. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think of the best thing to do here to, like, freak it out the most. Um, okay. Maybe... Firing a gun would probably do it, man. Unless but then we'd are... get loads of attention. That, like, yeah. I'm going to do. I'm going to yeah. do another dissonant whispers on it. I think. Okay, so it's another. Yep. Okay, give me three d six psychic damage. Might kill the horse, but fuck it. Um, oh, that's really good. Uh, so that's uh, eight thirteen. Okay, the horse just lets out. <laughs> Its eyes explode outwards, part of its jaw rips off, it slumps to the ground, leaving gore in its wake, the the cart flips onto its side, Uh, one of the men seems to almost be crushed under cart and horse, the other is flung over the narrow bridge into the canal. Wow. Right. And the cut, you yeah. At this point, Colson, you 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 turn the cut around. You draw and you ride. Just I shall drive at Colson. Yeah, yeah, you just drive hard <laughs> until you eventually manage to turn a few a couple of corners, slow the cart down, and eventually reach the uh, appointed place. It's around about this time, um, Scamp, that uh, you're like right, right. What? Have you found anything? Says one of the guards. Says, oh, there's the exact moment when all three of them are turned away. Oh, all right, well, we've got to get this one to... What yep. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> where, where do you bamf to? Um, the nearest alley, and then I'm just pegging it. Yeah. And, yeah, at that point, it's it's easy for you to... Because <laughs> it's not you... very far, but I can... No, go you bamf basically behind one of the 
sort of supporting uh, th- those sort of flying buttresses on the uh, cathedral and then just leg it. Mm-hmm. And everyone is having broken, in that wonderful sort of chase sequence where you've broken line of sight and therefore suddenly invisible to the guards. Uh, <laughs> or at least, you know, you're able to get away out of, out of them. Uh, as you run across the, the bridge, you see this absolute wreck of dead horse. Um, I'm oh going to roll God. luck check for him. Dying uh, man who has been crushed by a horse. Oh, and God. Uh, you can hit the other roll for the other one. Can I try and pull him out and stabilise him? Can I... Make a medicine check. Like make a straight. Make an athletics check, and then make a medicine check. Uh, seventeen for athletics. Okay, you pull him out from under this dead horse and and cart. Uh, Natural twenty. Oh wow! Okay, with you, a modifier of zero for medicine. That's doing really you good. You've like you've watched causing working in the before in his in his in the sick bay, and okay, you know what to do. You know what to do. And you, you, you quickly. You know, using, tearing off some of his clothing, like, bandaging what you can, staunching the bleeding. Okay, you put him in a state where you're, you're pretty sure he'll live. He, he's not going to be happy, but with proper medical care or a cleric, he'll live and maybe even retain use of all of his limbs. Uh, incidentally, if you really want, you can steal... Uh, you've, you've, shown a dis- you've shown little interest in guns thus far, so I don't imagine you're going to nope. steal this pistol. Uh, <laughs> As you go past, but yes, um, yeah. I should um, fire out my hands. A pistol seems yeah, it a seems a bit redundant. Completely redundant. <laughs> so, and um, yeah, you 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 quickly scurry on past the carnage. Oof. Four of you meet back up in the uh, <laughs> in these uh, uh, within the uh, alleyway. You're slowly stroking the horse, getting it to calm down. <laughs> I can't reach its flank to do that. I'm basically having if I'm if I'm doing it from sat on the cart, I can <laughs> maybe reach its hind quarters. Yeah. If I'm oh. doing it from the ground, I can maybe reach its knee. Yeah, hope helps you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Neither but... is a good option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You managed, uh, um, so, you know, once things with, with uh, and after about a minute or two. You see Scamp running in, you know, quickly into the alleyway. Um, I think I just made a horse explode. I, I saw. Think, yeah, I think that happened. Um, I didn't really know that could happen. Ew. Ew. Well. Chaos achieved. Yes, good, good <laughs> chaos, guys, I suppose. Um, well, well done, us. Well timed. I think I, think I recognised those men. Um... If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure those were, uh, I think these were members of the Reynolds gang. They've been, a, oh. they've been they're another gang. They, they don't, judging from the way they, from those pistols, I think their plan was just to shoot the guards and take the uh, cart. They must have been going for the same score we were. Ah. Should, have, uh, should I have let him die then? <sighs> There was no. one that was dying? What happened? Did we the, pre- we a horse the landed on him. Oh. Truth, I would not have... If it came to a gunfight, I, I still would have wanted... Would not have wanted you to kill him. I've, she, well, I wouldn't have killed him. I just she, would have... Yeah. I stopped him dying. She nods. Good. 
That is a good thing you did. Yes, well done. Yeah. Not to be cold-hearted about this, but um, a dead man they're going to leave. An injured man they're going to do something about. No, you have a point. Quite right. So she's going to take a little swig of whiskey to herself. (laughs) You're still happy. You're you're you're, you're feeling really glad for that low-level opium sort of fuzz right now. Yep. (laughs) Okay. If we hand over the reins to me, I know a warehouse near here that we we can settle this into. And over the course of the next 45 minutes ago or so, she, you, know, you merge into the tra- into traffic, make your well, way Well, we through. don't need to go with her, do we? Uh, I mean, she's... This is true. If you don't she could probably with do with the help unloading, couldn't she? Um, well, I we've can, got shadows to hunt. I can unload myself. Uh, come back at the end of the day and I will give you your cut. Thank you. You sure you'll be all right? I'll be fine. Well, now that... Now that the Reynolds gang or riders have been taken care of, we should be all right. Mm. Hey, thank you, all three of you. If I tried to do that myself with those two after me, I, don't, I can't tell how that would have gone. They'd have tried to kill me. So thanks for the help. It's okay. It's all right. Didn't go entirely as planned, but... <laughs> yeah. Cheer. The horse exploded. Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't in the plan. <laughs> no. I I was looking forward at the time, but I heard that and I... Yeah, it was sort of looking at me while it happened. It was pretty grim. Wolf. Should we go right. find some shadows? Yeah, let's go and find some disgusting monsters. That'll be, that'll be great. Let's do that. Yeah. Lovely. Without you head out... Uh, past the uh, head out of the alleyway and um, as you go in search of more shadows we will pick up on that note after the break you'll hear us all in a few subjective seconds good evening my name is Jimothy Jimothy Buchanan and I am an alchemist I enjoy preserving things, all manner of organs and fluids, but I especially enjoy liking, rating, and subscribing. Don't you? And welcome back. So, the three of you make your way out of the alleyway as uh, Hope takes up the car, drives it off in a different direction. As you make your way out, you actually pass by a tall uh, building of slightly uh, old-looking but still well-mortared brick. Uh, it's tall, it's got a sloped red tile roof, uh, and in fact, uh, outside of it, uh, you see one surprisingly slightly familiar figure. Uh the rotund form of Harold Butterbar, uh, who oh. has, it seems, has gone home and put on a new waistcoat. Yeah, a little bit rotund, is busy smoking some, uh, uh, just smoking a long pipe of tobacco uh, while uh, 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 while leaning against the building. He has a slightly, very slightly shell-shocked look in his eyes, but seems to look up and notice you approach. Well, boy of the region, if it isn't you, sir, oh, 
are the chances of me running into you again today? Oh, and, he, uh, and he reaches forward and extends his hand, putting his pipe I, back into his mouth. I take it uh, slightly uh, warily and uh, say, I... Well, this is uh, something of a turn up for the books. Hey, um... Clasps uh, both his, his, your hand in both of his and shakes them vigorously. Oh, may I say that? And with his free hand, he takes the, the pipe back out. It's an absolute pleasure to meet such an outstanding citizen as you uh, as yourself. Uh, now, I said before, uh, I think, uh, my name is Har- Harold uh, Butterbar. Uh, my friends uh, call... Well, my friends call me Buddy, but uh, uh, Harold, Harry is fine as well. <laughs> Although, you know what? No, I think you've earned Butty. Call me Butty. Um, <laughs> what's your name, sir? Corzin Jorge's. And to be fair, I I think I was just perhaps in the right place at the right time. Well, I thank the region that you were, sir. Now, uh, forgive me, I... <laughs> I'm having a bit of a bit of a morning. If that wasn't enough, I've, my my overseer is telling me he thinks there might be rats in my <laughs> in my grain. He gestures up to the large building, which you now recognise probably is indeed a grain silo. But uh, since that's a, that's a, all something to, uh, I can sort out myself. Listen, I've got a lot of stuff to uh, to deal with, but. Uh, Please, uh, I've got a house up in uh, Victor's uh, Victor's Grove. Uh, if you're free uh, tomorrow or the day after, uh, please uh, c- come. Uh, bring your friends. I- I- I'd love to. I'd li- ha- love to have you around for uh, for afternoon tea, maybe even uh, maybe even dinner. Well, that sounds uh, very nice. Um, is your uh, is your wife? Doing well. Is she all right? Oh, thankfully, yes. We we took her. You know, I I, I brought her to. Uh, you know, I brought her home. I called the uh, the doctor in to take a look, and it seems. Well, he's never seen. Well, he, for one thing, he's never seen a a, a a wound as bad as that healed so fine, uh, uh, at all. But he this his opinion that you very much saved her a life. Uh, if he'd had to dig it, uh, dig the shot out himself and deal with it, we'd have had all sorts of trouble with infection. And well, I'm, I thank the regent and all the saints that you were there, sir. Well, um, it's the least I could do, I'm sure. Uh, now, uh, if you don't mind me asking, uh, what was it that? Uh, that was your trade. You mentioned you're. Uh, oh, I'm in, in the. This gra- I'm in the grain trade. I, I do a lot of long distance uh, trade. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Brightwa- uh, Brighthall uh, has always uh, had some of the richest fields uh, in the uh, you know in uh, Jover, of course, due to us halflings attending uh, the fields. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Soul too has always been good with grain, though. Well, as I understand it, they're having some bad times. I mean. Last three years in a row, they had bad harvests. They had a terrible harvest back in uh, ninety, back in ninety five. It wasn't a great one last year, and then from what I've heard this year, it's been blight through the crops, bad weather. <sighs> Price of bread has gone right up. I mean, you know, for me, obviously, to a degree, that's not the worst thing because you know, we're shipping grain there and it's making a difference. But well, I. All, all I can say is I'm glad I'm not living in Seoul right now. 
No, quite. Um... Listen, I, I've got I, I there. There's a number of things I should get on with, but if come around for come around for afternoon tea, come around for uh, for dinner, and if there is anything I can do to help you, just you know, all you need to do is come and ask. Well, that's that's very kind of you. Uh, just one thing before I uh, I have to be on my way though. Hmm. Is this your uh, your place of work here? Well, um. It's not just me. This is um, the majority of the grain in here is me, but it's portioned out. There's different, uh, you know. There's a couple of other shareholders uh, who have stakes in the grain here. But yes, this is uh, broadly where I, uh, I mean, I work from my office a lot of the time. Uh, but this is where, you know, this is as it were where where the actual goods are stored. Well, I just came out. Oh, um. Well, there's always trouble with the little burrs, but uh, the, uh, apparently there's you know, there, there there's been a bit of pro- there's been a bit of an uptick of them last night. I've got some exterminators ca- uh, will be coming in to deal with them. What exactly I happened? A little look. Well, sure. Um, well, you know, um, it's not it's it's a bit of a problem when you get rats in the grain. If I may be frank about it, they piss everywhere, and that starts to spoil the grain. It goes off a bit. And yeah. You get the risk of mold developing, and then you've got to throw out the whole. You know, it ends up throwing out a whole amount of the silo, and well, it's bad for business. It's bad for everyone. All at that point, all I can do with that stuff is animal feed. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a constant war to make sure that there's no, uh, oh, there's 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 no uh, rats in the silo, and apparently the buggers have gone back in. Hmm. That's a shame. Alright, well, um... Last night, you say? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about last night. They, they've probably been here for a few days, but this morning my overseer went in, did a check of the grain, and some of it's, some of the... Uh, oh, batch 27's gone a bit rotten, but... Right. So, That's yeah. very odd. Is it very dark in there? Well, yeah, of course. Got to keep it dark, got to keep it dry. I think if you don't mind and this is uh, something I must tell you uh, friendly in your ear but not to cause a panic like well thing is uh, buddy and not to uh, not not to worry you unduly but we have reason to believe that part of what happened today in the square which you and your wife unfortunately were caught up in may well be part of a larger problem which we're trying to solve and also i don't know if you've had the opportunity to uh read the newspaper or listen to any of the town criers today but there i have appears my to uh, be... newspapers delivered well there appears to be uh an issue with shadows and not your regular sort of uh shadows that you know any normal man or beast might uh might cast but uh, shadows of an altogether more sinister nature. Now, they are wont to hide during the hours of daylight in places that are dark, as direct sunlight is harmful to them. But, as I'm sure you can appreciate, in a city of this size, that does provide them with a number of places they could hide. Yeah. And if one of them happens to have made it into your silo, then... Best to be safe than sorry. Well, 
Well, I've got to say, I wouldn't believe it if I hadn't seen it with my own two eyes. If it hadn't come for me. If I hadn't felt that cold. Shadows a little. But, if what you say is true, if you want to take a look around now, I've got the keys. Please. Be We'd great. be much obliged to you, um, sir. Also, oh, by the way, Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you. Oh, he takes it. Your hands. Harold Butterbrook. Call me um, buddy. Nice to meet you, buddy. Um, so, also, just don't be on your own at night right now. And uh, no. maybe tell your friends. Or anywhere as well. dark. Anywhere dark. Back. Make sure you tell everyone you can not to be on your own in the dark until this problem's sorted out. Right. Well, I'll um, I'll stay out here with the keys for now, and you tell me. You come back out. You tell me, you know, whether there is any of that business with that uh, Harold Butterbar takes out his keys and uh, moving around to the side, he unlocks the uh, doors, the double doors at the bottom. They these stout wooden doors. You can see that they're reinforced in places. Open up into a dark chamber beyond. It's um, I mean, it's obviously lit for, by the sunlight streaming in now from below, and you can see that the way that this is arranged, the whole of the silo is uh, hexagonal, is broadly hexagonal in shape, and. Now that you enter through the bo- uh, looking in through the bottom entryway, you can see that uh, this uh, that c- around the sides of the hexagon are just long bays full of sacks and sacks and sacks of grain. In the center, uh, there is a wooden spiral staircase that goes up, and you can see there is a layer. Uh, there is a at least one floor above, probably several. And just peering up through the staircase, you can see that it looks like it has a similar layout, but probably arranged in such a way that there are more of these, you know, bays comprising sides of the hexagon. So six bays each, except for the first floor. And these just appear to be loaded up with um, sort of burlap sack upon burlap sack of stored grain, some of it in huge jars, some of it in other containers. But... Yeah, this is this is a granary. Um, most <laughs> okay, right. most of it seems to be. It is also entirely unlit on the inside. Right. I say to the other two, are you able to cast some? Uh... Yep, I click my fingers for dancing lights. <sighs> Purple. Okay, the interior. Right, yeah. Apart from where the uh, mixing at this point a little bit with the light from the sunlight uh, leaking in through the door, you can see that there is a uh, now a purplish tinge to this interior space. Don't know if either of you have ever been in a, uh, a grain silo before, but absolutely no flames, all right? Right, yeah, you you have a point there. Yes, good. Lots of wood. Um, do we know where... Lots of that. dust. Yes. <laughs> At this point, uh, uh, Butterman points out, uh, there is the dust and the wood, but really it's mostly the fact that there's a lot... Like The, the grain's all quite small, and these places go up like anything with that much... To cat for the fire to catch on, just be glad that we haven't got any milled flour in here. Oh, oh, I saw that happen once. Oof! Really? Really? Boom! Then you know it ain't pretty. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Um. So, so, buddy. Um. Where's Where's 
27 then you said it was 27 oh uh 27 lot 27 would be uh no uh yeah so b27 that'd be up on uh the uh fourth well i suppose the fourth floor which is to say the fifth story okay um do you want to come with us or uh begging your pardon uh, Miss uh, Celestia, but oh, oh, I've had quite enough experience uh, with these shadowy things. How about I stay here in the sunlight? Um, and... Yeah, I think maybe you stay outside in the sunlight. Be really safe. Well, look, I thought you said the, those things can't attack during the sunlight, but I swear one one came at me in they the sun. They don't usually. We're not sure what's happening. but They're weaker we can... in sunlight. They're not helpless, unfortunately. They're merely... Yeah, like Scamp said, weakened, less effective. If right. it had got you in the dark, it might have killed you, darling. Right, that would make sense. Well, I'm definitely staying out here, if that's all right. Yeah, you uh, stay uh, there. Uh, wait, should, are, are you... We've dealt with them before. We're problem solvers of a sort. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Uh, please. I'm a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> just just for the hell of it, make a discussion. Make a perception check. <laughs> Celestia covers her giggle with a cough. <laughs> I rolled a one. Oh, no! Like, he <laughs> peers at you, like... Somehow he's not sure what you are, but you're no dwarf. And frankly, if you're a friend of Corazon's here, I don't care. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Let's go kill some shadows. Yeah, let's do that. So, you enter in to the, uh, stepping into the bottom layer. The silo is quiet. There's not much sound. Uh... I'm going to keep us surrounded by light. Okay. Good on you. As you make your way up, there's just the of the steps uh, of the wooden spiral staircase going up through the first floor looking around there's just six more bays of, of grain second floor third floor by the time you got to the third floor because of the narrow stairwell there's almost no natural light you, the, everything is just illuminated in this purple glare, uh, glare now from the four lights that is gently spinning around you as you ascend Okay, I'm going to keep an ear out, not only for um, the scurrying of rats, but also if if this makes any sort of sense for for something being quiet, so, something that sounds like it, it is quieter than it ought to be. Okay, yeah, give me a perception check. That is a... Thirteen. Okay. And I'm obviously looking everywhere for shadows. I don't know if you will check for that or if yeah. it's just general. No, no, no. You're just keeping a study. You're studying. You're looking around. Keeping an ear out as much as anything else. When you reach the fourth floor, 
You can see where uh, in one bay, marked little, 27 in paint, uh, one of the grain bags has been left open, presumably where the overseer checked it earlier today. And you can, looking at it, you can see that there is a, you can see the grain, uh, the, well, grains of uh, wheat from the looks of it. And yeah, they, some of them seem shriveled and dark. Others, you can see just faint amounts of, like, of, of a grey grittiness that might be mould. But they don't look covered in piss particularly. I mean, I'm going to say make a, make a nature check. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> or a perception to see if you can smell it, maybe. Mm, what's my nature? Fuck is it? Oh, that's a dirty 20, mate. Okay. Um... Actually, um, this is an interesting one. Uh, you, uh, this doesn't quite. You can see how it could be mistaken. Like, so, so this is a weird one. The little bits of grey fuzz um, do look like mold, and they do look like that. Possibly, this is the result of spoiled grain from rat piss. The weird, the wizening of some of the grains, however, making them talk like dark and small, like they've been through winter. Less so. Mm. Causing, at this point, you're sniffing around, you do actually smell what smells like very old rat pee. Um, but as you're looking around, you see you see there's a, t- a little smudge of shadow in the corner uh, underneath one of the gray, uh, underneath one of the uh, grain sacks. It's kind of hard to make out exactly what it is. I stop dead and stare at it. Give me another perception check. Do we notice this? You see, you notice causing See where stop. he's looking. Okay, that's worse than before. I mean, I'll let uh, anyone... That's ten. Yeah, okay, I'm that's enough. Ten's enough. Uh, that is a dead rat. It's about um, about twenty. You know, it's about uh, I want to say eight inches long, and oh. it looks desiccated, like something sucked all of the fluids out of it. Oh, Ooh, like a raisin. Yeah. So we got fucking rat shadows now. And it's that moment that you, looking round, you see that you find yourself suddenly counting your shadows. One, two, three, four. <laughs> oh. Everybody roll initiative. Ah! Yes! Ah! Not on that one. Ooh. Oh, shit. Like nine. Dirty 20. <laughs> okay, so... 13. Uh, so, 20 from uh, Scamp, 13 from... Was it Cousin or Celestia? Yeah. Cousin and Cousin. Celestia? Nine. Nine. Okay. Uh, let me just get some... Let's roll A. Okay. Uh, right, so, Scamp, uh, just for free, roll me a perception check. Mm. Um, ten. Okay. Uh, the only shadow you can see right now is uh, one that seems to... It see, looks like Corzin's shadow. 
Um, and it very much exactly matches Cause and Shadow, but it's peeling along the floor, masking itself almost within Causin's actual shadow. But you can tell from the look of it, you can tell from the way that the light's shining which one's the real shadow and which one is the shadow. Okay, so fire is all I've tried on these, so let's try something different, but not spend a spell slot. Um, so I'm going to... I'm going to try a frostbite. So, okay. so con save. Con save. Oh, interesting. Okay. I just sort of point at it and go, ah! Ah, okay. Uh, that is a failure. What does uh, remind me what frostbite does? Uh, well, 1d6 cold, so that's four. Okay, um, and disadvantage on the next weapon attack it makes. Okay, so mm. uh, again, these. There is that uh, sense that the it seems to like the, the as you smack the shadow uh, the, the shadowy form with your hand and frost spreads across the uh, the, the floorboards. Uh, you see the shadow uh, ripple and reflect to it, and some of the cold seems to leach a little bit of that darkness away. But it's not as effective as it would be on a living thing. But it is working. Does seem it's to done be, something. It does okay. seem to have been doing something, at least. That's all I needed to know. Okay, so that one has disadvantage in its next attack, yeah, which is good. I'm going to move away from it a little bit. I, okay. It wasn't uh, in melee, so was it? Are, cause... You are all currently uh, by... Uh, I think you're currently all between the stairwell and Bay 27. So mm -hmm. uh, in sort of a small cluster. Where do you want to, uh, Where do you want to go? It's a hexagonal chamber with uh, um, silo bays all around. Back against the wall, if I can. Okay. Um, okay, you move behind one of the walls. Uh, you move right back against one of the racks of grains, just you know, looking to uh, to get uh, to get some purchase there. Uh, okay, so at this point, the Causin's false shadow rises up out of the ground where it would be mimicking. Mimicking Causin's real shadow, and it goes for, uh, to try and plunge its hand into Causin's chest. But it's moving a little slowly. It's moving a little stiffly. It doesn't have the uh, same. Uh, it's, it, it seems that the cold is still having some sort of effect on it. Uh, so this is with disadvantage for its attack, uh, which is good because it, that was a natural twenty and a three. <laughs> yes, slowed as it is, Causin, you are able to backpedal out of the way. Uh, before the creature can press its hand into your heart. However, it's at this point that two shadowy, very much human-looking hands reach out from the grain sacks behind yeah. Causin. Uh, sorry, behind uh, Scamp, I should say, and try to grab hold of their shoulders. Uh, so, Scamp, bear in mind, you do have your mage armor up still, because it's been less than eight hours since you cast it. Uh, does a... Uh, oh, that is a 15. That is my armor class. Okay, uh, so the two with major armor. Yeah. Exactly fifteen, unfortunately. Uh, so the two hands reach in and grab your shoulders like the most evil, terrifying massage you can think of. Uh, <laughs> uh, you take seven points of necrotic damage, and. As the cold, as as you feel the strength leached out of you, you lose two points of strength. Yeah. You currently have seven strength remaining. Yep. Don't oh, go to God. zero. 
Yeah. Okay, no, so. Is, isn't it? Um, uh, the at this point, uh, at this point, uh, two more shadows lunge out of the grain sacks Fuck. they've been hiding in, and you see one of these looks like a sort of the shadow of some bulky dock worker. One seems the shadow seems to have like a dress of some sort on. Uh, so I'm going... Oh, I really don't have many spells left. Shit. Yeah, so I'm going to say, uh, strangle dress and dock. Okay, dress, uh, the dress, uh, the one with the dress is going to go for you, Celestia. Uh, nope, that's a natural seven. Uh, uh it's, it's, it tries to clutch at you, reach into your heart, you pull out of the way. Uh, the dock worker one is go- going to charge at you, causing as if it was going to tackle you. Um, but again, that's a 13? Nope. Okay, you step out of the way. Uh, alright, so, uh, the three of them, uh, and, but they're gonna give, they're gonna try and give themselves more advantages here. Uh, so, the, I'm gonna say, the causing one, that is uh, the causing shaped shadow stays where it is next to causing, but the uh, the strangling shadow pulls back into the uh, grain sacks scamp. So you can take an attack of opportunity if you wish. I don't have a weapon. Okay, you uh, short of punching it. Unfortunately, they've uh, got a minus two modifier. Up to you. So I do minus one damage. You do one. You the, the, the minimum <laughs> is one. Um, <laughs> I mean, I do have daggers, but I don't think I ever have them out, so I wouldn't mm. say that I'd be able to do that. I, yeah. Daggers are finesse. Yeah, but I don't have them on. I, I mean, I let them. you. I will let you make with your because you have claws. I will let you make. Uh, a, 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 I will let you make an mm. unarmed attack as a dex attack. Mm. If you want to, if you don't, I, I don't think they're not like they're not tabaxi claws. They're just slightly yeah. sharp fingernails. <laughs> That's all right. Okay. I guess I'll make an unarmed strike because I mean, well, it'll hit. That's a seventeen. That hits, and you do one point of damage, uh, which is which cannot be reduced further by resistance. <laughs> so, or the, my minus two modifier. <laughs> yes. So you've, as you claw at the shadow as it pulls back, you feel that um, sort of uh, some of its, uh, like like some of the substance comes away with your claws. Uh, however, it, it blends into the grain sacks and is now hidden from everybody's sight. Mm-hmm. Uh, these things can hide as a bonus action while there is shadow around, and the the the. Uh, little uh, dancing lights don't create strong light oh yeah yeah, yeah. No, I know. so they can still do this in dim light uh similarly the the dress one the one in the dress is going to pull away from you celestia provoking an attack if you want to make it um yeah would this be like a rapier attack yeah, i rapier guess attack. yeah i'll do a rapier attack um, that's 11 uh that's not quite enough it nimbly steps out Damn. of the way it's going to try and slink into the grain uh to try and hide that was cocked uh which it does yeah the, that one is also hidden from view now uh the dock worker too is going to pull back if you want to make an attack of opportunity causing okay what weapon are you using uh that would be the 
ghost touch um, yeah. scimitar that I have, that's going to be a 25. That does hit. Oh. Roll damage as you whip death from its scabbard. Five damage. Okay. It uh, slashes the dot worker and its strength and its uh, darkness seems to recede visibly. Uh, it's it's super effective. Uh, that said, the dot worker is going to try and hide, uh, but it's not as good at the other as the others. It sort of blends into, and you can see it's squeezing itself in between the sacks to try and make itself less visible. But all of you can see where the dot worker shadow is. Okay, right. Causin, it's now your go. Uh, you can are. Can I see where the Causin shadow is going? Oh yeah, the Causin shadow is right next to you. It's not leading. Right, I am going to try and take this out. Okay, go for it. Make an attack roll. Right. Again with the scimitars. Yep. That's a an eighteen. Okay, that hit. So so that was death. Uh, roll damage. Uh, nine damage. Excellent. Uh, as you um, slice through, it leaves a hole in the middle of it, which slowly reforms. But dishonor. Uh, Dishonor is the blunderbuss. You can't, uh, uh, oh, I, actually, no, no, I'm not using firearms <laughs> in here. Not, no. No, uh, but but no, with I'm the just using sword. my other scimitar. Cool. My other scimitar, which I uh, uh, to hit is twenty-one. That hits. Roll damage. Same again. Nine. Nine past four. Uh, not quite enough to kill it outright. As you. You stab into it and through it, and it seems to pin it on the ground. It looks almost as if it's going to completely dissolve, but it tears itself away from the ordinary sword. It's now sort of shapy and insubstantial in front of you. Uh, do you want to move or do anything else? Um, well, if I move away from it, I'm going to get a, an opportunity attack. Yep. But if I can manoeuvre myself so that I am... Between it and my companions, I'm going to say you can do that. Yeah, yeah, or at least between you can at least maneuver it so that you're between it and Celestia. Scamp is still up against uh, one of the silo walls at this well, silo racks at this point. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of which, it is Celestia's go. Um, are the shadows within twenty feet of each other? Uh, like how many? Yes, because this is a very narrow space. How many can I get in a 20-foot cube? Uh, the whole place is... Well, it's 5 foot in the centre, there's things, and then 10 foot by 10 foot. I'm going to say, based on where they are, you can get all but the one with... Well, I mean, I don't know. That's the thing. You don't know. You can definitely get... I'm from say, where I saw them going. Okay, from I mean, where you saw them going, assuming they're still in the same place. Obviously, yeah. You can definitely get the dock worker, which you can still see, and these uh, and the causin shaped shadow. But with the other two, you've either got to get you could do like one side, call it the north side or the south side, but not both. Okay. So you've just got to pick one side or the other. Oh, uh, well, neither of them were injured, were they? Um, one was the, the, the strangler was very slightly injured north um, I'm going to do I don't know which one that was but it doesn't really matter yep. um, so I am going to do fairy fire which I believe I don't have to see all of the things to do it is just a 20 foot cube of my choice and creatures within it that... have to make a save you can check in the book oh, no 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 I'm certain it doesn't because the, the whole point of fairy fire is that it outlines invisible creatures so, yeah, 
Yes, okay. So useful in this situation. Yeah, I okay. can only do it once a day, but I figured okay. now's the time. Uh, very f- these fine purple lights begin to, sh- to coat all of this area. Um, yeah, it outlines objects as well, yeah, hilariously. As well. So. Um, <laughs> also, th- that does get rid of the lights, but the shadows will now be glowing. Okay, the shadows so. are not glowing. Okay, as are all... I'm going to say that the two that you can see are glowing now with this faint outline. The grain sacks are glowing as well. You can't see the two shadows that are still hiding, Mm -hmm. it doesn't automatically reveal them because they're not invisible, they're hidden. But you know that they will be coated with the fire when they come out. When they come out, we'll be able to see where they come out, hopefully. So, Um, uh, do you have anything else to do? If the lights have gone, then Corsin can't see. Oh, you can see by fairy fire. Okay, right. Yeah, Yeah. it does emit the same kind of light. So yeah, I've gone twang on my guitar, I've thrown four lights, I've thrown the cube of light out, and... um, yeah, I think as my bonus action, the rainbow spirit is going to sort of tangle itself up in my hair and flare out like a big sort of mad flare thing. And um, I'm going to turn to Scamp and in and do a pose with this sort of mane of imaginary rainbow hair flaring out of me. And uh, that's my mantle of inspiration and you'll get five temporary hit points and you can move wherever you want to without provoking an attack or a reaction or whatever. Mm. The, I need to see fan art of this. The, uh, <laughs> the electric guitar will not be invented for some year, uh, for some decades to come. But if you can just imagine a strap whale going on, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, okay, yes, you uh, you can also move. Uh, uh, you've used your reaction already, so you can't move. Everyone's used their reaction to attack, so they can't move as well as part of it. But they do get the. Uh, the can they not move? Yeah, they can immediately use their. Re- oh, they can. They immediately use their reaction, use their reaction to Never move. Mind, sorry. sorry. Uh, but everyone does at least get the you know, get get the temporary hit points. Sorry, how many temporary hit Five. points was that? Right, got it. Okay, so scamp top of the round. Uh, unless uh, unless you want to move all Celestia, I'm assuming you're um, staying kind of close-ish to Scorzin, but yeah, I think I'm going to stay where I am. Cool. I don't think there's any way good I can move really. Yeah, you're by the central stairwell. Okay, uh, uh, so, scamp. Okay, um, so I can see, I can see two of them, can't I? Yeah, yes, you can see the dock worker who is doing a shit job of hiding, and you can see Fake Corzin. Fake Corzin is barely there now. Okay, I will, I will twin a chromatic orb then, just level one. What kind of get my uh, little diamond out? And what kind I'm of going power for, are you using? I'm going for cold because it okay. it won't set fire to the building. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna tides of chaos on the dot worker. Okay, tides of chaos on the dot worker. Tides are now active. So that's a seventeen for him to hit. That definitely hits. And then the other one is oh no, I should have done it the other way round. That's an eleven. Uh, 11 is just not quite enough. Uh, Okay, roll damage for the dock worker, though. Okay, that is... Oh, kind of rubbish. That's nine. Halved to four. However, it does at least... You you can see as the the spider web of cold uh, spreads across the grain, withering and shriveling the bits of grain that are exposed, um, you can see that the shadow is lessened and starts to shiver from the impact in its own strange way. Uh, Okay, so that makes it the shadow's gun. Uh, oh, sorry, no. Scamp, you still have a bonus action. If you have one, you have your movement. Um, 
You are currently, not, you're currently. I don't really have anywhere I can move that's worth. I'm not. Am I in the fairy fire? Uh, They're in fairy fire. I should have had advantage. You should have had advantage. Oh, Give yourself you advantage totally for the other one. Yeah. Oh, that'll hit. That's like twenty something. Okay. Yeah. No. No. That hits. Um, roll Sorry, damage mate, just I for the hell of it. You. Um, that is eleven. Okay. As the as the oh, second I didn't need to tie ball the chaos, hits, but I did it. No, nope, but you did it anyway. Uh, <laughs> as the ball of, of of frost hits it, uh, the whole of the remainder of cause in the shadow is just covered with spiderweb cracks of uh, of frost, which then and the whole thing just falls as a shower of diamond dust. Yeah. Uh, the cause in shadow is has now been destroyed. Excellent. Uh, which means that he's not going to immediately attack cause it. Yay! <laughs> Good. Uh, so these uh, uh, at that point, then uh, they're going to pick their targets. Uh, Strangler, uh, the strangling shadow, uh, will uh, come right back out from pretty much where it was before. It was just playing mind games with you, and is going to try and uh, murder um, Scamp. Uh, that hits, unfortunately. It uh, got it got to strike from hiding, uh, which gave it an advantage. Uh, so that means scamp. You take eight point no ten points of necrotic damage, uh, and you lose another four points of strength. Four Shit, points what are you of strength. On? Yeah. Three. Fuck. Yeah. Um. Uh, can I? If, Hellish sure. Rebuke, does it use... Yes, yeah, is you it going to use your reaction, but you can... But it's it lots of fire. Is it? It's actual flames around, isn't it? It's not a... Uh, I'll just double check, but I'm I pretty think it's sure I think it is flames. flames. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is flames. I'll just double check if there's any choice. It says them. they're wreathed in flames, but I don't know if that's going to hit the rest of the room at all. Uh, it's wreathed in flames. Uh, I'm going to say make, make a wisdom check. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a three. Uh, it's all going to come down to how you, how 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 tightly you can control the flames, you guess. But it's a snap decision on whether you use them or not. I guess I'll do it. The damage is too good to not. That's right. I'm so badly hurt. Okay, so uh, is it the the one that's strangling you? Yep. Ooh, yeah, it's got to be the one that hit me. Yep. Um, that's awful. Oh, that's really bad. Um, twelve. Uh, what's your uh, what's your save DC? Fifteen. Just failed that. Fourteen. Uh, so it takes twelve halved to six points up. Does it have this? Well, it doesn't matter because it failed. Uh, six points of damage. Uh, still though, you see the flames. Uh, read it. Can I ask you for an arcana check, please? Oh, shit. Six. You're not quite able to concentrate the flames enough. Uh, what uh, I'm going to say that four bags of grain Fuck. are now on fire nearby it, which does have the slight advantage that if it's uh, that it really cannot hide there. Oh, and it's now producing hot. Uh, the good news is uh, that now produces strong light within the room. At least within that half of the room. So no, no shadows can hide in the side of the room you're on. But four bags of flame are now on fire. Uh, bags of flame? What? 
Well, they are bags oh, they are of now. now. They are now, yes. Bags of flaming grain. Uh, yeah, which means that the uh, that one's going to need to make a dex save to move, which it does. Still takes one point of fire damage as it passes through the flames. Uh, and is going to scurry over to the far side of the room. Uh, and it's going to... Does it have enough movement? It has a, just enough movement to circle round. Up to you, Scamp, whether you want to take the attack of opportunity as it leaves. And I use my reaction. You use direction hell's rebuke. Much better. Uh, so yeah, it, fl- it filters round to the far side and is going to try to hide. Uh, which it, it hides well enough to hide from uh, Celestia and Scamp. But it's still caught... got fairy fire, hasn't it? Shit, it's got fairy fire. Yeah, yeah it so... can't really hide. It's glowing. Just very far... It can't benefit from being invisible, it says, so I don't know if that I'm gonna just double check that, I, It'll have a yeah. bigger description of the place, handbook, okay. but it will on my okay. card, so... Very far, very far. Uh, this is interesting. Oh, any creature in the area the spell's casting is outlined in light if it fails a dex save. I don't actually roll for that one. Oh. Uh, so for the others, so I'm just going to quickly roll for the two, for the one that has not yet revealed it. So I'll roll it for that one, see if it was covered. It was. Uh, okay, and the other one you don't know about. Obviously. The dot worker was, like, he was very visible anyway. Uh, so, but I'm going to say, because he is he is wreathed in fairy fire, that I'm going to give him disadvantage on a hype check. Yeah, fair. Uh, which is good, because that was a two. So yeah, no, the strangler is now is trying to hide, but, you know, he's covered in in, in glowing purple uh, fuzz. He, it's, he's still pretty damn visible. Uh, the one in the dress, however... Uh, as it surges out of a different set of grain sacks, you see this one is not covered in fairy fire. Uh, so she was able to successfully dodge out of the way. I say she, it's not like these things have any sense of gender. Um, <laughs> but you, you you imagine that whoever she, it was born out of was probably female or maybe liked wearing dresses. Uh, so, the... Yeah, that one... Uh, it's going to attack you, Celestia. It doesn't have disadvantage on its attacks, does it? No, just... Uh, what's that? Okay, no, that was a 21. Yeah, uh, it is. Okay, so, Celestia, you take 11 points of necrotic damage. Thank God for opium. And one point of strength damage. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's not got enough movement to try and do and try and rehide, so it's just going to stay... Uh, is it 20 feet out, 20 feet back? It's going to risk it. Uh, you have an opportunity, attack of opportunity if you want to take it, because it's going to try and fall yeah, why not? away okay. from the flames. Oh, I'll get advantage as well, because fairy fire. Yes, uh, no, because it wasn't fairy fire cloaked. That was the only oh, one that's, that's not. Oh, that's the one that isn't. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Um, oh, God, fuck. Seven. No, it filters away and attempts Dice to hide. Uh... But, uh, the, the, yeah, there's so much glowing fu- purple fuzz on everything that it, hide, it hides very effectively, except that it's now the only thing not covered in glowing purple <laughs> fuzz. So you can all see it, uh, where it's trying to hide in the, in the grain racks. Okay, uh, that makes it the dock worker's go. The dock worker gives up its shitty hiding position, is going to go for Corson again, uh, seeing as how dangerous Corson appears to be. Um... That does, however, hit. That's a dirty 20. 
so causing you take 10 points of necrotic damage Ooh. and four points of strength drain. Ouch. Okay. As it plunges, as it as it tackles you, it passes through you. But as it passes through you, uh, in this weird rug, rugby tackle, you feel it draw all of the warmth out of you. So functionally, my strength is my strength score is now two less than it was. Yeah. Oh, two less than it was. But like your strength modifier is two less than it was. Oh right. Okay. So yeah, my strength modifier is now plus one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, that does, however, make it causing to go. It's now the dock worker is now behind you. Right, I am gonna attempt it to. Cut, end it cannot this thing. hide on that side of the room. There's too much fire. Yeah, <laughs> I am gonna end this thing. Okay. Make your attack. That is a twenty-two to hit. That hits. Uh, and don't forget, you get advantage because you or anyway because he's on. Uh, he is okay, I'll roll that again. Just on the off chance to get. Okay, I roll another twenty-two. Okay, okay, right. that's fair enough. Uh, so roll damage. First lot of damage. That is seven. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, as you strike with uh, with dishonor, the blade glints with uh, with reflected moonlight. And you just see this silent scream as it tears it in half, and the whole, and the wisps of shadow just evaporates completely. Uh, the dock worker Excellent. is gone. You can still see the strangler and the dress wearer. Okay, uh, I can get to either, presumably. Yes. Right. Okay, I am going to. They're both um, on the side of the room that is not currently on fire. Okay, I'm going to attempt to impale the strangler uh, through the back. Okay. Although, do they even really have that? It's hard to tell. Uh, all right. Okay, I'm going to attempt to. All right, that's uh, that's dirty twenty. Okay, that hits. Roll damage with your normal cutlass. Excellent. That's ten points of. Regular damage. Nice. You pin it to the wall, and it struggles and writhes, and eventually manages to tear itself off the blade, but much lessened in the process. Uh, Celestia. Okay. Um, I'm going to use my bonus action first to yep. kick my heel up onto my xylophone, go ding, and cast a little healing word on Scamp at yep. level two, because uh, I don't have a level one. Uh, so, yeah. It's not that. health that's my issue. I know, but I'm seeing you yeah. and you're looking injured, so it's what yeah. I would okay. do, I think. Fair enough. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so you get a lot, actually. You get, like, good, 13 points. <laughs> Not that you need them, but you get 13 points <laughs> of health back. Um, Thank you. And then I'm going to look at the one that... are they? Is that shadow still near Scamp? Uh, no, the strangler, uh, uh, the scamp is next to the flaming sacks. The strangler and the dressmaker are both on the other side of the room, both now visible to you. The strangler is not in a good state. The okay, dressmaker so... is unharmed. Okay, dress so wearer. there's nobody directly near scamp right no. now. Okay. Um, I think I'm still going to go with what I was going to do because I think it could be helpful. Um, so, what can I do here? Or should I just try and take out? strangler yeah you know I'm going to do so I'm going to look at the strangler and go the fuck even are you anyway you don't even have a real form and I'm going to cast uh, vicious mockery okay wisdom nice. yeah 
that's a natural three. So. Brilliant. Great. Okay. Um, so let me do the damage. Yep. So that's three damage and it's psychic damage. And um, it also has disadvantage on its next attack. Okay. As, it, as you say this, really it turns wanted. and it seems to look at you and then it looks down and just... The, the, it seems to waver and you realise that the shadows being cast by the flames on the far side of the room seem to be merging with it, disrupting its form and then it just... Did I just talk away. it to death? You talked it to death. Yes! Love <laughs> talking things to death! It's only the dress wearer left now. Uh, don't think there's anything else you can do? Um, no, that's all my actions. Although actually I would like to go and stand in front of Scamp between okay. any shadows... Yeah, okay. Them. You stand protectively in front of Scamp. Yeah. Scamp. Uh yeah, the, the, the grain bags are flaming behind you. What do you want to do? Um <laughs> uh, well the priority is to get rid of this shadow, so I guess I will chromatic orbit. I've not got much else. Okay. Like lean round me. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Um Ooh, that'll do. That's twenty five. Uh, so cold again. Okay. It's the only way I can get some of the grain bags in the line of cold. <laughs> uh, not unless you twin this and aim at grain bags. Uh, no, I will do that another time. Ooh, yeah. that's good though. That's that's maths eighteen. That's eighteen really total. Nice. Yeah. Even seven half and to eight nine. And three. That yeah. is, yeah, you see, as it strikes it dead on, you know, the cold covers it and it, the, 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 the ice crystals break away. You can see it seems to have taken much of the shadow with it. This thing is now, it seems a lot less intact than it was before. And I'm going to hide behind Celestia. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so... There we go. Seems we were having some uh, sound issues there. So, the uh, hiding behind Celestia. Yep. Okay, it makes it the dressmaker's turn. The dressmaker, seeing the trouble that's been caused and having picked the, its target, it sees it, it, it's going to go for the one who has pissed it off uh, the most thus far. So it lunges. Uh, it's going to lunge and try to get to Scamp. Uh, Celestia, you get a, you can get an attack of opportunity if you want as it tries to pass you. Yeah, can I not try and block it? Um, like, is, can I use my reaction in that way? I don't, I don't know if that's a thing. If it's not, like, don't worry. All right, I'll let you try and make an athletics check instead. Because that's what I'd try and yeah, do. Yeah, I'll let you make, try and make an athletics check instead. Uh, um, that's a 12. Okay, really so this is its acrobatics check. It f- squeezes around you as it tries to uh, to step forwards, and plunges its hands towards uh, uh, Scamp's heart. But just the flames licking around it, there's uh, the, the all the sudden light. Scamp, your it seems to slow and uncertain enough that it just misses. You feel a, a brush of cold against your ribs, but it doesn't manage to get its hand all the way in. Uh, so now natural four on the check there. Uh, calls in. Yep. Only one left. Alright. I'm going to um, muscle in on this one. Okay. 
Make your attack rolls. Okay, that is a 19. That hits. Roll damage. Uh, for nine points of damage with uh, okay. Sona. Finish her. Okay. Um, <laughs> from uh, from where Corson is standing, he is going to have to uh, go uh, up from the bottom, not down from the top, but he is going to uh, cut this thing entirely in half. You nice. slice it down the middle, uh, or rather up the middle, uh, and the thing seems to stagger for a moment, and the two halves seem intact, and then they begin to splinter and tear, and it's like it's like uh, strips of cloth being torn off uh, from fabric, and these just ribbons of shadow um, uh, emerge and then melt away. Okay, he is gonna like stamp on anything that is. Uh, uh... It is trying to uh, stutter away. Also, anything yeah. that is now on fire, he is going to try and put uh, out. That's a point. At uh, this point, there are now seven bags of Yeah, uh, I'd like to try fire. and help with that. Uh, Can so we do I, that? Yeah, I'd like... Uh, 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 I'd, a frostbite. Uh, okay. He's going to frost everything. Yeah, scamp, make an arcana check with advantage with the others helping you trying to find it out. Because I'm so smart. Um, that's a 17. Okay, it takes you uh, like fifteen seconds of frenzied uh, uh, casting of the spell because you're you're sort of putting you're putting flames out as new flames are starting. Uh, do either of you have prestidigitation? Yes, yes, okay, I yes. do. Uh, Thank and, you. And, yeah, yeah. You start winking out flames. I as do. Well. I start just snuffing them out. Uh, I can do like up to a small campfire. So yeah, I yeah. Imagine so it takes you, me a while, just, but yeah, you just wink them out. Causing uh, as you observe this. Uh, you actually see uh, one of uh, Celestia's spirits uh, is, is the one doing this. Uh, isn't actually uh, isn't actually vis- a visual spirit. It seems uh, when you perceive it, it's more like a sort of humming or oh, a series of musical notes mm. that seems to be active. Nice. Um, but yeah, the uh, after there's some like humming from Mio, sort of keying with it mm-hmm. to get it to mm-hmm. join in. Yeah. But after after about thirteen seconds of frenzied fire extinguishing smoke now fills this chamber they're lit only by thin purple light from the remainder of the fairy fire I'm going to actually put the dancing lights back up the fire winks out the the dancing lights return and though there are still shadows in this room they're no longer living they're no longer trying to kill you I'm just gonna collapse. Scamp? Uh, I'm gonna go over to Scamp. Scamp. Can you stand? Are you alright? I don't know. I'm gonna pick them up. Your limbs. Put them on my hip, sort of thing. What's going on, sweetheart? Do we need to get you somewhere? I need a nap. Okay, we can do that. This is gonna pass, Scamp, I promise. They did it to me before, you remember? I got all weird for a while. Then I went to sleep and it was okay. Uh, I feel so weird. Corson is gonna attempt to uh, pull Scamp to to their feet, but... Oh, they're already on my hip, darling. (laughs) Oh, right, okay. (laughs) 
like a baby. Okay. <laughs> but it's a case of um, he realizes a second too late. Oh wait, no, I've I'm also <laughs> somewhat affected by this, but. Yeah, I'm actually the least affected. That's why I thought I'd pick them up. Because mm. yeah, I imagine, maybe you try and help get them up in the first place, and you're like, oh no, and then I pick them up yeah. like, let me. There we go. Also, the image of you trying to pick Scamp up is hilarious. Causing <laughs> probably could when he. he I know, his and right. we have to do that sometime. We really <laughs> do. It's so cute. <laughs> so cute. Fan art, please. Um, again, I say this every so often, just in case anyone. Anyone will, because it would be so good. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I'm gonna carry Scamp out, but at the same time, before we like on each floor, I am putting the dancing lights around to every corner just in case. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah. one more floor okay. above, and you check that, and you should yeah. make sure to check it all the way down. But it seems Corson is gonna keep an eye out for rat-sized um, uh, shadows because. There was obviously a desiccated rat in here. Roll me a d20. Uh, can I help? I suppose I can. Two. <sighs> yes, let's you roll a d20. Come on. Eighteen. As you're all watching, there is just a little bit of a flicker, and you and causing you see this ra- this shadow of a rat pass suddenly across the floor. You stab at it with uh, with de- uh, uh, with death, but it's not quite enough to make it. But Celestia, just quick as a flash, you get your rapier is out, and you pin this the shadow in place. It struggles for a moment and then just fades. Little fucker. So, well, I was worried that that might have been the case. Well, let's hope there's only one. We'd best check these other floors before we leave. And you do, uh, which takes you about 15 minutes, just making sure, but no. It seems this was, in fact, the only rat, or had been the only rat, that had successfully <laughs> made its way into this otherwise well-kept silo. Well, that's disturbing any in any case, because it means that it's not just um humanoid game it's going to go after, it's anything. Yeah, I sort of hate that. Um, Anything living. Ugh. Make a make an O'Connor check. Okay. Anyone who wants to. Yeah, go on. I might know this. I'm gonna oh, have a 19. little nap. <laughs> okay. Um, ten from me. Yeah, with a nineteen, causing you get the feeling that probably just because of the the of the of the nature of the desire it seemed to prey upon large quantities of life and as well as maybe having an attraction to sapient life um most likely these things are go- would, would very much prioritize human targets it seems likely that the rat would just happen to be the only thing uh within reach during the daytime in their lair fair enough That's so desperation s- rather than yeah. yeah somewhat comforting but nevertheless it's like i mean the implications of this still are quite disturbing. Like, yeah. if you've got a stable with a horse in it, or if you've got a, um, I mean, goodness, uh, you get a um, a building that has termites. <laughs> 
you yeah. know, there, there's there, there's all kinds of potential shenanigans. Yeah, there's there's so this. many layers in that that was yeah. like, oh my god, like, I can't even. As you're discussing this, you reach the bottom. And you oh, can that see... wasn't an in character. <laughs> <position>. <laughs> that, that was very much more inside. Uh, as you're voice. pondering <laughs> this, you reach the bottom and you can see uh, uh, Harold uh, Butterbar. Uh, sort of twiddling his th- uh, thumbs, pipe kind of uh, in his mouth. He takes the pipe out, uh, looks at. Oh, boy, the region. I'm glad you're all right. I heard a bit of a ruckus up there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed to say I didn't want to investigate. No, you were quite right to stay outside. Um, there were four of them. Four of them? Yeah. Um, we got them sorted, but I'm sorry to say that we uh, spoiled some of your grain. It was a bit of a fire. We put it out. Don't don't worry. It's it's all good. But there are last few... the grain. <laughs> I'm glad you got rid of those monsters. Do you happen to know if there's a cleric nearby we could take our friend to? She, uh, they seem to have taken a just turn need for the a worst. nap. Yeah, it worked when I slept last time. Well, uh, you, you know what. Yeah, I mean, the nearest uh, cleric to here, you probably want to go straight. We, we, we could take our way down to, I mean, there's the, there, there's always the cathedral. Um, I can't go in there. Tell you what, I know some people who, I've got a few favours owed me. You come back to my house, we'll get you, we'll get, we'll get, make you up a sick bed. And I'll see if I can't get someone to come. I just need to sleep. I'll be all right. Okay. Well, look, um, don't you worry. I'll cut. I'm sure I can get hold of a hansom cab, and we'll uh, ride back to my uh, to my house and put and put you up there. And besides, it's time I should I should show you some proper halfling hospitality. I mean, we we could get you in a bed, sweetheart. Said, I said a scamp. Mm. I, d- I, don't, good. I don't think you'll need to get anyone. I think just the bed would be lovely if you wouldn't mind. Right, well, all right, well, let's let's get you to bed. Let's get you to bed. We'll see what they're like when they wake up then. Yeah. Oh, there's more shadows. Darling, you're in no state to deal with anything right now. We're getting you to bed. There'll be more tomorrow. Yeah, that's why I was trying to get a, uh, get, get us to a cleric because if oh, if anyone no, can deal with this point, faster, hmm. right? Well, maybe we should get a cleric. Although I'm fucked. I've got sit down. Just give let's me. Get, let's get you back to my house and at least let's get you sit down. Let's get some food in you. There's nothing that good. There's nothing. There's very little that good halfling food won't solve. <laughs> On that, we agree. Okay. Never had good halfling food. <laughs> well, I'll make sure that I'll make sure to to have our, our cook prepare something extra for you. Then. <laughs> um, Hopefully, after today, you won't be able to say that anymore. Uh, and you know, Harold goes out and he basically uh, calls to to what to basically street urchin like, "Hey there, lad!" Tosses him a copper. Here's a here's a copper for you. Go get uh, go get a handsome cab, would you? And after a couple of minutes, um, yeah. a small cart driver who just seems to yeah ferry people around uh, <laughs> arrives and you load, uh, scamp into it, uh, 
Butty pays yeah. you know, the fees and everything. In your... I'm going to sort of perch him on my lap and make a little soothing tune happen in their ears with um, it be prestidigitation or minor illusion? Probably minor illusion. Hmm. Just like a little... Thaumaturgy works too. Tink- I don't have thaumaturgy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's minor illusion, one. just a little like tinkly little lullaby that's not that loud, just for them. Sort of music box style. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, the uh, handsome cab spends about... Well, it moves fairly quickly, you know, sticking to the main roads. takes about 10-15 uh, minutes to get towards uh, into the... A uh, very nice area of Victor's Grove. Uh, by this point, it's getting past noon. You know, the sun is high overhead. Um, and you are taken to a small town, uh, to, to actually quite a large townhouse, uh, in one of these sort of you know, sets of terraced housing that backs onto these elaborate gardens in the middle. If you kind of think, I want to say but like if you think of those like old sort of regency era houses in london um, yeah like, you know posh areas like one of those where they sure they're technically terraces but they're terraced you know in, in these terms these are terraces mm. uh in which people live who have incomes uh in the tens of thousands of gold pieces a year nice so yeah I mean, you are, uh, sort of Savile Row type Yeah, terraces. Savile Row type terraces, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Apologies uh, for all of our um, non-British listeners. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Google we... it. <laughs> so, We're uh, not doing it to be exclusionary, it's just how we talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the... Is it there? Uh, so, yes, um, you... Uh, Butty leads you back to his house and, you know, you're... Scamp, you are taken upstairs and you're tucked into a bed which is uh, actually comfortably sized for you, which is to say, you know, generously oversized for the halfling it was intended for. Uh, and you're not really aware of much except that the cushion that is incredibly comfortable, like this, it's a full sort of eider you know, down pillows and everything. It's, it's like sinking into warmth and comfort, except that there's very little warmth because you're still cold. But you sleep for an hour. And when you wake, although there's still a certain degree of chill, the strength has returned to you. And you know that over the course of the day, it will come back. In the meantime, uh, Corson and, uh, and uh, Celestia, you have been uh, taken into the dining room. And you spend an hour semi being semi forcibly introduced <laughs> to uh, Butterbar's entire family. <laughs> Excellent, uh, including uh, his uh, two brothers, uh, two sisters, uh, their spouses. Yeah, and big families, and the fourteen assorted children. Amazing. I do a small show for them. Uh, you make a performance check. Yeah, I do. I get. I do some things that would amuse children. I make little puffs of smoke yeah. and sing weird little songs about fairies in the forest <laughs> and. 
get me off a cloud out and tootle away and tinkle away on my xylophone. I just amuse them for a bit. So, performance check? Yeah. I hope it's fucking good. It'll be embarrassing if it's not. Would this oh, count as a short good. rest? Okay. This does. Yeah, so it's a, th- a 23. So okay, yeah, they, they, are, uh, they are enthused, they are enthralled. This is this is amazing. Like, <laughs> you've got they, they, The kids are all sort of sat around like kids at a Punch and Judy show. Uh, yeah. They're cheering along at the right bits and booing at the right bits. And, yeah. um, and it's a mixture of songs and like fairy stories. Yeah, and just like half, take the children to a corner and yeah, have a lovely about time half an hour of this and you're, you're also sat down for a really, um, like for a whole... Uh, like a, a whole affair, I, I want to say, of, of dinner. This enormous spread is laid out. I mean, it's not actually that much per person. Uh, it's just that there are, you know, there there are a total of um twenty four. Well, twenty uh, uh twenty six with you, and some is a point is set to one side for scamp. Uh, mm. People sitting down to eat. So all together on one big table, which it is. It looks like a lot. And I want you to imagine, you know in Hook, when <sighs> Peter learns to imagine properly and all of the food is displayed on the banquet yes. table? It's like that. Yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Love that. Yeah. And so it's, you know, it's to this sound, it's to these sounds from downstairs of conversation and chatter and so on that uh, distant, distant as they are, that... Um, Scamp, you begin to return to consciousness. Roll me a D100. Oh, no. Don't explode upstairs. Uh, 67. 67. One moment. (laughs) How was that don't blow up upstairs? (laughs) Really awkward. Like, fireball through the ceiling. (laughs) Okay. All for the next... Like you can't leave bed for 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 about a minute. You just like even though the cold is still the, the has mostly gone, you are just paralyzed in terror. You think of the shadows, but there's actually like a portrait of this very cheerful elderly uh, looking halfling grandmother on the wall, and for some reason you can't stop looking at that, and it's like she is the just the crux of all of the horror you've experienced uh, over an hour ago, and this lasts for about a solid minute of just mind-numbing, heart-beating terror. You know, sweat dripping from from your face. You. Uh, she's right next. The portrait is right next to the door, so you can't get away from it. You're backed in, like you're hunched up against the covers. And after about a minute of this, you go, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the fear Good. effect fades. Um, that could have been a lot worse. That could have been a lot worse. So oh. much worse. Um, I have two things I'd like to do. I'm going to roll a hit dice and also I'm going to partake in some after dinner opium if you'll permit that. Uh, the uh, the uh, like hang out the back door. Yeah, Butty encourages you to go out <laughs> the back garden to do that, but yeah. <laughs> it's not in front of the kids. But... Oh, no, not at all. I never would. Like... <laughs> go out the back like a teenager smoking. Um, but he 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 joins you. Uh, Janine is actually current. Uh, Janine briefly joins you for dinner. Uh, for, for 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 actually for this point it would be lunch. Uh, uh, but then returns to her own sick bed for a time. She's apparently decided to take the the day off. You know, take it easy for a day after yeah, the morning. Cousin uh, briefly you know, makes niceties with her. Oh, I'm pleased to see you're uh, you're you're doing well. Yeah. 
Um, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And she staggers back up to, uh, to her books and warm blankets. Um, but Harold, um, you know, takes out, uh, brings out a bottle of, uh, a, a bottle of a nice, rich, uh, nice, uh, rich Cairnese wine, actually. Uh, it's, uh, it would be uh, McRhythm 73. Mm. Mm. Uh, a good year, as far as I'm aware. Of course, it knows next to nothing about viticulture. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you're the only one who could know uh, who could know in this in this situation. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm I'm gonna roll. Uh, what would this be? Would, would this be a this would be a uh, history check? I'm history. Say. Okay. Yeah. Sod it. Eleven, no, twelve. Sorry. Uh you you don't know about the year, but you know that the McRivens are a particularly expensive and very good vintage uh, vineyard. Okay. <laughs> so, like, this is and besides, this is this is Kenny's wine. Canon is famed for its vineyards in the way that Gascony was, you know, like in our in, right, in, yeah, yeah, in our in our world. Just had a thought. I look so ridiculously big at this dinner table. <laughs> yeah, you are towering over all and of like these with all the little fourteen children in the corner. Yeah. I'm like a fucking giant. I'm enormous. Like oh, yeah. the young, the smallest one is a foot tall. Oh, she comes up to like less than my knee. That's so cute. <laughs> oh, yeah. and she's just there the whole time, like. <laughs> yeah. uh, but also, it's also weirdly slightly exclusionary because the children sometimes talk to each other in halfling, which you don't understand. I carry on regardless. Like, they talk to you in common, but uh, like, yeah, in the, in the Joven tongue. But yeah, there's like there there is there is the sort of halfling cultural language, and they and occasionally when they're talking to each other, they will just drift in and out of, between Joven and halfling, depending on what's more as bilingual children yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, but no, the three of you and uh, uh, the pair of you and uh, Butty uh, end up in the back porch, you know, smoking uh, opium for you, pipe weed for uh, for Harold. Uh, Who effectively they... gone out the back for a split? Yeah. That's what's and, happening. Uh, and he, he, he offers you uh, some some uh, uh, some tobacco as well, uh, cousin. Okay. Um... Uh, by the way. Uh, Scamp, if at any point you want to leave the room and walk into this whenever you want. I'm not sure I do. There's too many people. (laughs) Okay. Also, I don't want to go near that picture. (laughs) (laughs) Too peopley outside. The picture is of just the kindliest, fattest, old halfling grandmother you can imagine. You're horrified by it. (laughs) Bless you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Harold is uh, smoking his pipe with you, and you're leaning back into some very nice wicker into some very nice wicker chairs. Uh, the sun with the early afternoon sun coming down. Well, I've got to say, this has been one interesting day. It's been an interesting month, darling. Well, you're neither of you wrong, and uh, as pleasant as this has been, I I can't help but think that there's at least 
three more of them out there somewhere in this city. I mean, at least that one made bloody three more of them. Hmm. I mean, what disturbs me is that there were no bodies up there. That thing killed at least three people somewhere else before getting to that silo. True. I mean, in a really awful way, it's only going to help our cause that bodies start turning up, but, um... You're right, that is an awful way, but I've got to appreciate, I've got to admit that, that will help. We need panic. We need people to take it seriously, because like you say, if you hadn't seen it, you wouldn't think it was real. We need the watch to take notice. I would not. Well, I'll see what I can do with the Chamber of Commerce about trying to get the watch more involved. Mm. From what I've been hearing, these things have been appearing all over town and there's a right panic in the streets. So I would not be surprised if we'll see quite a few more watchmen on the streets tonight. That would be desirable. I think they don't entirely believe it. They just want them there to reassure people. But I'm pretty sure... But I think... Few extra words in the right ears, and we can start getting to start taking it seriously. And I can tell you, one of those, one of those ears, well, two of them. He's got both of them. That you might want to speak to. In fact, now he's a he's a busy man, name by name of Victor Fass. Well, I say man, orc, orcish fella. Uh, he's the local uh, priest of Saint Bridget. Now I've uh, you know. Obviously, I've got a. I, I even speak in terms with them. I donate a lot during the harvest festivals uh, to a lot of the uh, poetry and stuff that they do. So uh, he and I are in good terms. And being as he is a busy man, normally, if he was having to wait for an appointment, you might not see him for a few days. Well, I tell you what I can do. He takes another drag of his uh, pipe. We'll invite him round to dinner tonight. Uh, round about, uh, well, maybe not around sundown. Maybe I'll invite him to uh, to uh, afternoon tea. That'd be about four o'clock. So in about three hours' time. If I can get him as early as that, I will. If not, then I'll invite him to second breakfast tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. You, co- uh, you come back to me then. And I'll make sure that you can speak to him directly about your problems. That'd be great if you think he can help. I'm sure he can. He's a, he's a true cleric as well. Oh, yes. He'd some, be very helpful. So he's got some of that magic on his hands. Mm. I'm sure that the, uh, I'm sure that the uh, church has a few things or tools that they can use to help. Now, I can't I'm promise... That, I prom- can't I'm can't promise... That, sorry, go on. Sorry, <laughs> I'm surprised the church hasn't been taking more of a an active interest in this, although maybe uh, word hasn't filtered back to them yet. I reckon that's the case. You know, even even with uh, as open as those things have been, there's a lot of stuff that reaches the church's ears, and they they can be pretty stretched. And well, they can't always devote every you know all their resources to every single thing that turns up. So they're going to want to make sure that. Uh, Whatever they do put resources into, that's going to be serious. And well, this is serious, and they've got, and they'll have my word for it and yours. So, 
Oh, I don't know if... I can't promise that I can get him this afternoon. That's three hours is short notice with a night drawn in as it is. I'll see what I can do. But if I can't, you come back here. Nine o'clock for second breakfast. He'll be here. You can mm -hmm. have a word with him directly. Skip the queue. That would be amazing. Thank you. Um, do you think it's worth us popping back here at four just in case? Or should we just come call it tomorrow morning? You know what? Call it tomorrow morning. I... Be safe. Oh, you don't, you know, Better I don't... to do it in definite daylight as well. You don't want to send the man walking home on his own in the dark. Not in these days. No, you don't. Well, please do spread that to all of your family as well, of course. Oh, and no, maybe maybe no children sharing rooms with people and things. You know what? Hmm. Well, I have a few words with some friends of mine. There's someone who probably... Knows, there's some folk who might be able to spread the word out a bit better. See what we can do. Now then, and um, with a, another uh, uh, he sort of taps out, finishes his pipe, exhales, taps it out on the side of the wicker chair, but not onto it, just onto the grass. Right then, I suppose by I should uh, we should take a head up, take a check on your friends, see how they're doing. Yes, probably I might wake up soon. Yes. And uh, I wish you the best of luck in your quest. Thank you. I'll help you however I can. As I say, you don't need anything. You come talk to me. I mean, you've done me a service, yo. Yo, region only knows how much that would have spoiled my grain, but and never forget the danger to the people who work for me. Oh God, yeah, your grain would have been the least of your problems. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <sighs> But I'm glad that there's people in this city like you, Celestia, and certainly like you, Corson. Glad we could be of help. Celestia kind of looks uncomfortable and is a little uncharacteristically quiet. Oh, and I'll make sure that Cook packs your hamper before you go. Thank you. You've been lovely. Thanks for much obliged to you, sir. bringing us back here and giving our friend a bed and feeding us and at least I could do. So, now you can see you've had some of that famous halfling hospitality. That I can. Now don't stay any... I'll tell them it's great. <laughs> <laughs> don't stay any uh, uh, any longer or you'll be here for the next meal as well. <laughs> yeah, I hear you have a lot. Well, that was, well, strictly speaking, that was, uh, that well, that was lunch, and then there's onesies coming up soon. How many yeah. meals do you have? I asked this to both of them. <laughs> Twelve, generally, if you can get it. Twelve? Although, well, you know, we, well, we work a lot as well. How do you even get time? That's insane. Well, they're not big meals. Little and often. Little and, and often. None of that. Right, <laughs> I'm going to go and check on Scamp. <laughs> you tap out your opium pipe. Yeah. And uh, head up. I See can't you. believe I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, head up. Actually, no, Corzin said that absolutely with a straight face. Yeah, <laughs> And uh, you you head up uh, to the room where you can see uh, you can see Scamp, yeah, Scamp. How how are you doing in your incredibly lovely eiderdown bed? I am very comfortable. 
and not looking at the picture. <laughs> Scamp has, a, has their face resolutely turned away from the door for some reason. How are you doing? Uh, better. Good. I can walk again. Less wobbly? Yeah. Good. I assume the rest of us have regained strength. Yes, yeah, all your strength points have come back now. And uh, if you spent hit dice dice to heal, that much is healed as well. But there's lots of shadows still. Yeah, I mean, we've got the rest of the day, although, guys, I didn't want to say this in front of him because he seems to think that we're quite good at stuff, but um, I can probably do, like, one more good spell now. I can do one more alright spell. I've got one pretty good one and you know, my standard stuff like talking people to death, but other than that, bit buggered. Well We can do it anyway. Like I'm you know, we can do that. And I I can't well, do the uh, the glowy thing anymore. I can only do that once a day, it seems to go after that. The longer we wait, the more chance they're gonna have to and he sort of twitches as he says this reproduce yeah I, I think you're right I just if we, thought I'd better if we make it clear we've got to contain them somewhere where they're not going to do any harm yes I guess we give it a go where do you think we should look next like the sewers were an idea weren't they there's got to be some better stuff above ground first off or some you know there's got to be a lead or something like if right they killed three people that one killed three people right well not necessarily it might have killed two and then one other one killed another yeah or it could have killed one and then it could have been a killing chain yep um one of them looked like it was a dock worker is there anywhere down the docks that might be um uh, a place where they could hide maybe Maybe we should check the docks. But at night, a dock worker could have been anywhere. True enough. Hmm, fair. I'm just thinking, if they were going to go to a place where they were going to be about? relatively safe uh, and where there were people around, I don't know that the uh, the sewers is necessarily uh, the best True, place actually, to go. Went- Certainly they could hide. But there's no food down there. At least not the type of food they yeah, want. Yeah, there won't be people. There but is. If people lots are... of people use the sewers to travel. True. Oh. But not all the time. There's not guaranteed food. But they just need somewhere to hide till dark. And then all they, they need can is feed. One. Ideally what they want is one. Ah, you're right. I reckon we should maybe go chasing after any rumours of funny deaths. That might get us somewhere more specific. Because if yeah, three if idea. three more people are dead, surely there'll be some near where they were. Or Your anyone sword else. does a lot of damage to them. Should we maybe look into getting some more magic? It's a magic sword, right? Hell, it's Reeby's old sword, yeah. Um... Yeah, we might want to maybe look Quite what she was doing with a uh, ghost touch blade, I don't know, but... Make an arcana check, anyone who wants to. Okay. Can I make Mm. a sense check? Yeah. She was a ghost. (laughs) Yeah, you can just make that up. She was a ghost and she touched it. Eight. Yeah. Celestia's words seem to make sense. Like, it might not have been ghost touch, but then she was a ghost, so short, short, yeah. That makes sense to me. (laughs) 
Alright, so, uh... We need to find some some more weapons like this, then. Or that at least somebody who I mean, can make them. I mean, Celestia takes Arabia out. This thing's bloody useless. To be honest. I wouldn't go that far, I mean... Not completely, uh, but... Yeah, you know. Look good on a mantelpiece somewhere. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of us are good with, you know, brute force. Right, do we know anywhere that does magic here? University, the university does magic, doesn't it? Surely. But they do things like that? Do they have a gift shop? <laughs> Probably. What are you getting at? Well, we don't need someone who can make stuff magic. Doesn't that take ages? We need stuff that's already magic. Like yes. a shop, not a university. That's very true. Uh, maybe maybe can we, we should can we look ask, for an enchanter. Can we ask this bloke downstairs? Um, Butty? Well, uh, he might know something about at least the area. We're new to the place. Yeah. We don't know anything, do we? Maybe. Right. Ceci uh, so walks out the door. Butty! One moment. And you hear there sort of clumping up the stairs. Uh, Good to see you. Ah, good to see you. uh, you're up then, uh, Yaren. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Dwarfen. <laughs> <laughs> I really touched my beard. <laughs> Sorry to bother you again, darling. Um, do you happen to know where we might be able to get some magic weapons? Or, you know, enchanters, that kind of thing. If you don't, don't worry. I just thought it was worth asking a local. Well, I mean, if you're after... Uh, it's not really the, my sort of thing, um, but, you know, I've... I've been around town, I guess. I mean, I guess it depends what sort of magic you're talking about. Because, um, well, I mean, I mean, there's the university, of course, but that's more if you want to hire specific uh, services from, uh, you know, from from uh, from uh, from one of the wizards. There, uh, you know, there's a number of professors, you know. Uh, like folk uh, of all sorts, not just magic. You know, I'm uh, I'm actually uh, friend. You know, I actually uh, friends with uh, Professor Tumblebrook. Uh, he's a archeo- He does uh, archaeology, history, and anthropology. Uh, mm-hmm. and did a did a course on uh, halfling history there. Um, uh, I don't know. There's you know, I know the divination professor there. To be honest, I, you know, that's just from you know society meetings and such. Uh, I suppose you could commission them to enchant a, we- a weapon, but that'd take months. Mm. You know, well, well, that'd take weeks. You know, that's the, that's a busy sort of thing, and they're not really the type to have them lying around. If you wanted weapons that were magic or close enough to be magic, maybe some of the dwarves down in the Iron Ward might have something like that. They're the kind of specialist, but. On top of that, though, I mean, if you just need it to be magic for a bit, and you're mm-hmm. looking for more sort of uh, magics that don't that can be used a little bit and then they're done, you might try. Th- I mean, I don't know any alchemists, but you might try an alchemist because sometimes they have potions that will make you. You know, I've heard of potions that will when you drink it that for a bit you you know, fire won't burn you as hard. Uh, things like that or you know maybe these shadows won't have as much of an effect on you mm. they do like sometimes there's stuff you can put on weapons to make them 
set fire or you know sparkle with lightning and such maybe they might have something that'll give us an edge yeah we do know an alchemist but he's a bit weird but I mean he was fine he was just weird Um, to be honest beggars can't be choosers really yeah should we go and see the weird alchemist and if he's useless maybe go to the dwarven district yeah. And keep an eye out for Obviously, bodies. keep looking, yes. <laughs> mm. uh, Everyone mentioning. I suppose uh, if you do if you do head to, uh, for whatever reason, you need to head to the university, uh, Merwin, uh, Professor Tumblebrook, uh, knows me. Uh, uh, you can always uh, you know, send him a hi. Uh, hello. Bit of a brusque fella, but, you know, if you've got, a, you've got archaeological questions, uh, you can ask, answer them for you. Uh, I've also met uh, I've also met the divination uh, professor there before, uh, Sandy, uh, Sandy Professor Catchment, uh, uh, one of the <laughs> tall folk as Tur- uh, Tumblebrook likes to say. Uh, she's a human lady, uh, used to ex-military like most of them, uh, but uh, she's she's the only actual wizard there I know. Of co- though of course they've got professors doing all of the you know the the old disciplines. As even an old resurrectionist doing the you know sort of doing the necromancy classes, although I don't really mix with him. Hmm. So uh, yeah, you know, if you need like a specific magical service performed, you can always go there. See if they if you can get one of them to do it on their lunch breaks. Good to know. Worth looking into at any rate. Could they scry on a shadow? I mean. I don't know. I, that's uh, that's not my. <laughs> that's not something I know about. I know about grain and selling grain. I think if we're going to pay for a scrying, they are expensive, and we shouldn't do it on the shadow. I give them both a meaningful look. Uh, Corzin mm. immediately picks up on what you're saying uh, and nods his head knowingly, saying, "No, I would imagine probably it would be um, best used on someone else." Yes, but maybe we should do that. One thing at a time, though. Yes. We've got to make sure that Let's these do shadows, shadows first. aren't going to kill anyone. Yes, that's the most urgent thing. Okay. But uh, alchemist first? Right, yeah. Looks like we're going God. back to Jimothy's. Aradnea's tits is so weird. I hate him. Right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> you, are, you are sent out uh, of the house... With an enormous hamper full of just you know ver- cold cuts, pork pies, various like uh, you know, lavish halfling uh, classic halfling foods. There's even there's even a, a six pack of uh, there's just even like six little brown beer bottles. <laughs> very nice. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I love it. And, uh, it's very halfling. <laughs> and as you leave, Harold. Um, uh, sort of hugging one of his children uh, to his hip, sort of waves and goes, Right, I'll see you tomorrow at nine for second breakfast. Alright, we'll see you then. Thank you for all your help. Thank you. I turn to Corson and go, Yeah, that's funny, I'd never heard all the positive stereotypes about halflings. Really? Yeah, they weren't really mentioned from that angle. Well, I suppose most of the information you had about halflings before you got to the surface was at best third hand, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, you were the first one I actually talked to, so, yeah, at least third hand. There are parts of this world, and I'm sure this won't surprise you, where 
talk of drow are, well, you're mentioned in the same, uh, the same breath as demons and goblins of the night. I think that might be fair. We should probably get onto this alchemist, shouldn't we? Mm. <laughs> probably. Time's not a luxury we have right now. No. By the time that you do get back to JB Cannon <laughs> Alchemist's oh, little God. pokey shop, uh, it is indeed um, about it is about coming up to two o'clock. When does it go dark? Okay. Goes dark at six, six, or six is around. Oh, okay, we've got we got a few hours. And we're going to meet the, the small boy at five. Definitely yeah. <laughs> briefly. We're just going to give him some cash and then fuck off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah, but also, just make sure he's not dead. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm there's sorry. That. There's no. There's no subtle yeah, way to put no, that. there isn't. Make no. sure no one's just knifed him and taken the gold. Yeah. yeah. No, not that. It's just. He knows about the uh, the, uh, the shadows. And oh yeah, that too. <laughs> yes, bad. <laughs> so, you find yourself in front of the quiet wooden door, little brass plaque of J.B. Cannon, alchemist. Can I reach the door knocker? You can. As you reach up and are about to close your hand on it, the door cracks open. Yes. Hello. Not weird at all. Uh, Jimothy. Um, Hello. We're looking for some magical weapons to fight shadows. I wonder if you might have anything, potions or weird swords or anything. Uh, Celestia's mm-hmm. really struggling to break eye contact with him. Oh, again, he doesn't blink <laughs> at all. Just uh, <laughs> fixate on your eyes. Hmm, magical weapons. I'm afraid I don't sell weapons, but I do sell certain fluids that will enhance the properties of such for a time. Come hither. He opens the door and invites you back into his his shop. Dark. Still <laughs> almost no light from the outside. It's lit by a little gas lamp. Uh, sorry, a little oil lamp from the ceiling. By the way, you might want to light this place a little bit better at the moment. There are shadows around that could come in. I see. I will make preparations. Good! <clears throat> that could have been a pun. <laughs> <laughs> make, a, make an insight check. Oh. <laughs> All of us have to make one. Oh, Fuck natural it. twenty! <laughs> it was. He was making a pun. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, fuck's sake! Yeah, mine was a fourteen, so I don't know if I get that. But <laughs> okay, uh, so <laughs> one moment, I'll tell you that uh, what this is. Okay, so uh, he he returns <laughs> with. 
uh, he he steps back through the beaded curtain uh, and says, Await my return. I shall see what I have in stock. Okay. He's weird, right? It's not just Oh me. my god, he's so weird. I don't know what to okay. do. I can't stop looking at him. It's like he's... Yeah hypnotizing eyes or something it's weird like i want to look away but i can't it's like watching someone die causing sort of uh look sidelong at you like just as a matter of uh curiosity how many people have you actually watched die a fair amount why Well, I meant like transfixed in horror. I didn't mean like getting off on it or something horrible uh, like that. No, uh, that wasn't what I was suggesting. Yes, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um. You, you see that uh, ever since last night, pretty much, Corson has been oddly distracted uh, in his manner. He's like, he's engaging with everyone at about 80%. Hmm. I'd say that's reasonably distracted for the circumstance. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make an insight check to see if I notice it's weird or not. Because I think that needs a check rather than me just knowing yep, no, that. Uh, that's a 10, probably not. I mean, you notice you that think? he's distracted, I imagine, with the 10, yeah. yeah. Mm. You alright, by the way? I just... I know that this... That, that there's no way I could have known what was going to happen. But... But, you but there's just... There's part of me that I, I chose to swallow that egg. I could have... I could have not. And so, so everyone here who dies, I can't help but feel at least a tiny bit responsible. It's not your fault, darling. It's a nutter's fault. And um, yep. actually, this seems like a good moment to mention. Um, I haven't really been saying this because I just sort of wanted it not to be happening. But while we're talking about this particular nutter, um, she took a lock of my hair... The other man who scribed for me didn't. So, I don't know if either of you had noticed that, but uh, I had. And. That seems. That's really creepy. Okay. I feel like of... there's a lot you can do with a lock of hair in terms yeah. of magic. And she now has a lot on me. Um, and we really need to scry on her soon. Let's deal with the shadows first, but, um, yeah. Yeah, no, we, we absolutely have to find out where she is and what she's doing and how to stop it, because... Well, she, she, I mean, there's this, there's the shadows, and then she has the lock of hair. I don't even know what a witch can do with a lock of hair, but it could be a lot of things, and also... So much. <clears throat> and you look around, and Jimothy has already returned. Hi! Hi! He is uh, holding his hand... Uh, a rack with six uh, little tubes filled with some sort of yellowish oil that looks like 
it not quite. It looks like a very, very thinned out cooking oil, almost in its in its consistency and appearance. And he has a small cloth, uh, sort of velvet bag in his other hand. I have returned. Yeah, we we saw that. Good. He places the rack on the table uh, and points to the uh, vials first. These were extracted from a creature with particularly problematic claws. If coated upon a weapon, it will give it the strength and power of that creature's claws. It w- that creature was known to be able to strike at things that were not so physical as Yura. This enchantment, for want of a better word, will last only for an hour per application. Which is why I thought you might enjoy these. And he pulls open the little velvet drawstring bag. And you can see there um, there appear to be three... They're about the size of walnuts, and they look like walnuts. But looking at them more closely, they appear to be three shriveled brains. Oh. Celestia, and I think only Celestia, you may make a nature check with advantage. Okay. Coulson is going to go, what are those? That's Ooh, Celestia probably knows. Uh, that is a dirty 20. So, <clears throat> the although the drow dominate the Underdark and are the primary rulers of, the, uh, of that realm, there are other races who have sovereign uh, places that they hold out against the dominion of uh, the drow, either because they are too hard to take, they have treaties with them, or are just unimportant enough. Most of those are dwarven, but there is also a species of creature known as a mind flayer capable mm. uh, uh. which uh, are known <laughs> for, uh, amongst other things, consuming the brains of other creatures to survive and having great psychic powers. One of the things that those mind flayers are known to keep are a type of pet known as an intellect devourer which uh, resembles, and you've, you've seen one of these before, uh, pickled. Um, it resembles a large brain about the size of a corgi with four small legs. Again, similar to that of so a corgi. Weird. And uh, it, you know that these creatures feed and operate by burrowing in through the necks of other creatures, of sapient creatures, uh, often slave humans and similar, replacing their brain and then puppeting their bodies. These are then missing the legs, but these appear to be shrunken and preserved intellect devourer brains. And properly shrunken as well. These were, have gone from corgi size to the size of walnuts. I think you just ruined corgis for some people. Yeah, I think (laughs) corgis might now be dead to me. Um, So they're really small intellect devourers. More accurately, intellect devourer corpses. These are definitely not living intellect devourers. I say to Jimothy, those are intellect devourers, aren't they? Well spotted, yes. I tend to cause an scampi. Are they like 
burrow into creatures' brains. They're usually bigger than that. These are small and dead. And then to approach Timothy. They also have a particularly interesting attack when threatened, where they're able to send out a burst of psychic energy to liquefy the brains of those nearby. This sort of energy is known to affect creatures of an insubstantial disposition. I have preserved these devourers and applied the necessary fluids to ensure that this last-ditch defensive measure can be deployed at your will. You need simply throw the corpse at a hard surface, and it will discharge its last burst in a small mm, area. Let's, and I'm just going to state this, this basically affects a 15-foot uh, or by 15-foot square, and does psychic damage within that square. Mm-hmm. You can throw these up to, I want to say up to, thir- up to 30 feet. Or mm-hmm. maybe 60 feet if you had a sling. Yeah, and I guess we'll talk about how much we'll damage about, yeah, later. We'll talk about damage later. Now, for each of the vials of the beast's claw fluid, I will charge 50 gold crowns. For each of the devourer shells, I will charge 100 gold crowns. Hmm. How many of each does he have? He has six, uh, six what are oils of ma- essentially magic weapon oils. Uh, if used, uh, if coated on a weapon, these will for an hour uh, essentially increase attack and damage by one, by plus one, and they can affect incorporeal creatures. Cool. Uh, the intellect devourers, uh, with thrown, explode and deal 3d6 psychic damage within a 15 foot square. Um, I think I'm just going to personally get one of the vials of oil for me. Because that's an hour of bewitching a weapon, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. I think that... um, Even though I know uh, Scamp doesn't generally use um, any melee weapons as such, but it, it would be advantageous to have something so, um, mm. I'm gonna buy another uh, one of the uh, the oils. If nothing else, I mean, I can coat the other yeah. non magical uh, uh, cutlass in it. But yeah, totally. I'll get one of the oils as well then. And then we've at least got one each. That's yeah. nice. And maybe one of the. Um, uh, the intellect of our brains. Yeah. Uh, he wraps it. That in, makes it a nice round two hundred. He think. wraps it in butcher's paper for you. Mm. So mm. should we just third that? Do you think? Oh what? So. Um, or like, well, like money. What are we doing? <laughs> it's my point because I've taken fifty off for the oil that I was buying. Yeah. Um, well, if I take fifty off, that's uh, for the oil I was buying. Yeah. And then if we want a brain. <laughs> That's a hundred. I'm not that bothered about a brain because I can do psychic damage anyway. 
All right. But it's up to oh. you. I'm wary of saving right. money for scrying. This is what yeah, I'm well, thinking about. Yeah, I'm aware. It's just a brain would be really good area of effect. It would a bit, which wouldn't we it? Don't have. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should. Should we go thirds on a brain? Yeah. Yeah. So like thirty. Call it thirty-three each. Yeah, thirty-three, yeah. and then rock paper scissors for the person who pays the last one. All right. So just roll, we do a roll your d20s. Okay. Nineteen. Cause a new cause Yeah, you pay the extra gold. That's fine. I just uh, take an extra one off the uh, silver pieces that I have, or an extra ten off the silver pieces I have. Silver pieces, rather. Timothy <laughs> notices you accidentally shortchanging him, and <laughs> no, 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 that's totally out of character. No, no, no. Timothy notices you accidentally pick out a silver piece instead of a gold piece, and then changes them. <laughs> Before we leave. Jimothy, um... Oh, there is one other thing, now that I think about it. Okay. And he reaches under the counter and pulls out a, um, what looks like a pipe, like a, like a milk bottle, just fill full of what seems to be ink. I serve this a dose at a time. It is a handy little potion that will grant you a degree of resistance to the draining effects of such creatures. Oh, it should definitely get you one of them, I turn to Scamp. Mm. How, that much is it? How long does it last? It will last for an hour. Each dose, a mouthful, will cost you... 25 gold pieces. Oh, so worth it. Um, I will provide you with the vials for these for free. Mm. He seems to have like 20 doses worth of this stuff in the. In the, in the I'm going to get class. one of those. Yeah. Yeah, I'm one get dose. One for now. Okay, so pulls out into two small math four ampules. So I'm just doing maths, bear with right. me. Uh, so yeah, these grant you resistance to, uh, when swallowed, they grant, they grant you resistance to necrotic damage for an hour, and I will say, and I will house rule that the strength uh, drain is halved as well. Cool. Because I'm reasonably sure, and I'll just double check the shadow rules again. I'm reasonably sure that that doesn't uh, it, it doesn't affect it isn't affected by uh, resist uh, uh, resistance to shadow, and I feel it should be. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, my rule is that it, it does get halved. Again, before we leave, um, Timothy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said a witch can do a lot. With a lock of hair, what do you know about that? You spoke of her in relation to scrying. If someone possesses a piece of you, it is far easier for them to scry on you without your knowing. Oh, good. There may is there be... a way to prevent this? 
Perhaps. But I do not sell a potion that does such. You would need to speak to a mage. Are there other things she can do with a lock of hair? Perhaps. All I can tell you is what I would do. I would perhaps use it to create a potion to take your form. But beyond that, there is little else that I can suggest. There are many potions and powers beyond even my ken. Did you just use fucking Scottish slang? Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So this is completely out of character, but I just freaked out a little bit because I just don't know what to do with that. Kind of Severus Snape vibes. <laughs> oh my god, I, I'm getting so many different vibes. I like don't even know what to do. C- Severus Snape and Vincent Price had a child together in this <laughs> Like, I just. There's so much going on. He still has not blinked once. Uh, okay, bye! Sestia <laughs> leaves. We may meet again. Yeah, look forward to it. The door closes <laughs> behind you. Well, that was deeply disturbing on many levels. Do you think both of his eyes are glass? Yes. I mean, did did they follow us? Did his eyes follow us? Uh, make an insight check. <laughs> Anyone? Or... <laughs> yeah. Twelve. <laughs> Eleven. I think that's fourteen. They seem... No, fifteen. Okay, fifteen. They seem to remain fixed directly forward like an owl's and he turned his head to look at you. Each of you in turn oh, no. and spoke to you. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, so he's like an owl. His his eyes can't move independently of his head. Oh, no, now his head he's rotates 360 degrees eyes. in my head. But that's for, not 360, it'd be 180. But still. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> I think owls can do 270 degrees. Probably. Yeah, they can do a lot, like a scary amount. The special bones in their necks that I mean love they don't that just you pass out. I love that you know about owls because yeah. you're an owl as your job. That's <laughs> so cute. Uh, anyway, um, so back I see. So um, where next? Well, we haven't spotted any signs of dead people. So, also, we are not even talking about what he said about using that for a potion to take my form. We're just let's just not even go there. Later. Yeah. All right. Let's see if we can find somewhere similar to the silo, where not very many people go. That's up high or down low. That uh, will be easily accessible to something like like these shadows. Okay. You set out. Still with a few hours, with uh, perhaps three, three and a half hours of daylight left in the day in search of more of these shadow mists. And that is where we will pick up next time. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Uh, Thank you. I, I'd carry on, but we're we're well we're well past the four hour mark now. God, we so yeah. are bloody so, hell. Yeah. Thank you all very much for playing. I'm so tired. 
Thank you all very much for listening. This was fun. This was so fun. And as always, farewell from all of us here at Flimlocks and Fireballs, Fair Seas, and Natural Twenties. When the truth is too dreadful to bear, sometimes you'll fabricate a scare. Make friends from those you've put in harm. Find grain and secrets in a barn. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, We'll plunder the shores of Cassinier. No kraken storm or spell we fear, So come and sail with us, my dear.